Hey guys, you're listening to Leaving a Legacy. You don't have to scoop to anyone. Right. Even it, your mom, you know, when she's going <laughs> to pop eight, then you're going to pop around, man. So we're going... <laughs> we moved into the balls D portion of the <laughs> There's some things you just can't buy in Vermont. Like, like Mex- Mexican food, you can't buy Mexican food. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Leaving a Legacy. Uh, I am your legacy newbie, Patrick. Uh, with me today on the call, Mr. Jerry Me. How's it going, man? Uh, what's going on? Uh, Mr. Adrian. What's, what's happening? And we have a special guest uh, from Team Tusk, uh, Sean French. What's going on, man? Hey. How you doing? Pretty good. All right. Thanks for joining us. So uh, what would you guys do this weekend? Did you guys play some magic? <laughs> <laughs> That good, good transition, Pat. I like that. Well, I try. I <laughs> you try learned that in journalism it. school. <laughs> so, uh, what's going where did on? you guys at the Open in Philly? <laughs> uh, I was at a different event, but uh, we know we know. So, for those who didn't catch it, uh, Sean, you've been making waves as a kind of a go-to Tin Fins player, and uh, thought we'd have you on the cast since our last Tin Fins episode was lost to the Aether. It was like we were just saving it for an even better episode today. <laughs> I got it. Who'd you have on then? Uh, no one, and wh- okay. which is probably why our computers decided to delete it on us because our computers <laughs> were like, "This this episode's trash." <laughs> I did um, I did notice. I thought it was awesome with the deck tech too. With um, how did he start out? I don't even know the guy's name that was doing the deck tech with you. Nick Miller. Nick Miller, and and he started out with like, "So you're playing a fan favorite," and you're going, "This is a fan favorite." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I play with Nick uh, weekly. Locally and like, oh, you do? Nice. So we knew each other, and there were a lot of answers I couldn't give on there that I really wanted to because (laughs) it was going to air on the website. Right. (laughs) Needed that G rating. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I actually uh, took your list uh, that you ran, uh, what was it, two weeks ago, three weeks ago? What was the last? Yeah, the, the last SCG. I actually took your list to a uh, dual land tournament this weekend up here in uh, Massachusetts, uh, and then I saw your deck tech, and I'm like, man, I really wish I ran the updated version because you added oh, some. I hated it. <laughs> oh, you hated it? Oh man. Yeah, that... Greg Mitchell tried. I was slowly convinced to do it, you know. Yeah. When I looked at how infrequently I brought in the Xanad swarms and the decays because I had Serenities, mm-hmm. I just kind of. Agreed to cut green from the sideboards, put the mentor in, and then it was just a slowly make one change after another until I was playing his sideboard. Gotcha. Mm. But it did look super spicy for our listeners who didn't see it. You were running Tin Fins uh, with Dark Confidant and Monastery Mentor as an alternate win condition in the sideboard, kind of turning into a uh, almost like an Esper control deck in a way. Yeah, the right way to do it was to sometimes bring in part of the sideboard and sometimes to bring in all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, where I guess against Miracles, what I was being told was that you want mentors, but you also want to be able to combo them out more frequently. Right. Can I, um, I, I can ask, who are you being told by? <laughs> uh, Greg Mitchell. Okay. A buddy of mine who I went to school with, he lives in Seattle now, gets to play more frequently than I do. I usually play Miracles. I only... Picked this deck up for fun when I got bored a couple mm-hmm. months ago. Yeah, your main deck looked a lot like Logan Crean's. Uh, right, he, he did uh, Logan Crean on um, the Sources Acclamation. 
He's did, he did like top eight in SCG with Tin Fins in St. Louis some time ago. He's a Missouri okay. player. Yeah, Greg is on the uh, the source forums mm-hmm. for Tin Fins. He's active on there. What's his What's his Bazon uh, Newton? Okay, I think that's how you pronounce it. Nice. So you, but I just copied a deck list that I used X months ago. Mm-hmm. Worked out for the IQ. Um, by the end of the day, I was kind of sick and mentor, not quite know, not quite knowing how to play with it. So, yeah. my last round against Miracles, I just said fuck it, went back to the main deck with two Serenities and turned one to a minute. Felt yeah. much better. <laughs> nice. Oh, I love Serenity. And uh, yeah, I see. Did you get? Did you also get bubbled out into thirty third place? That's no, I I six three and did not make day two because oh. I didn't to an entomb against somebody who I knew was playing Ant and. Nice. Well, SCG is okay to just double therapy him, and he recovered faster than I did. Ah, gotcha. Well, SCG is reporting you as thirty third place, so you can just keep that in your uh, (laughs) keep that in your hat. (laughs) Out of curiosity, out of curiosity, just send me a check. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Out of curiosity, have you ever tried Burning Reanimator? It's like it's like Ten Fins, but instead of silences. um, it uses, you can go sorcery speed and use, uh, Lion's Eye Diamond and Burning Wish and get Exhum. It's very similar to Ten Fins. It's just, you can go with Rite of Flame. It's, it's just a little different. I, like, okay. I'm, 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 a, I'm a, I'm a huge it. Ten Fins fan and I, I love playing it. And, um, but I've had like, I, I noticed recently it seems like people are doing, I haven't, I haven't seen enough Eldrazi decks in action, but it sounds like people are playing more Chalice at one. And, um, yeah, I played but, against it once at a local and just blew him out. He never drew Chalice. So okay. the Eldrazi hype was going up for Philly. I was trying to figure out what my plan for the Eldrazi deck was going to be. And what I settled on was, um, you seen the current season at South Park? <laughs> I'm interested to see where this goes. <laughs> uh, Mr. Garrison. You have my attention. Uh, Mr. Garrison's <laughs> platform for the immigrant problem is to fuck them all to death. <laughs> so that that is your... Reporter point. asks him, what do you mean by fuck them all to death? <laughs> well, we're going to gather them all up, we're going to take down their pants, and we're going to fuck them until their spirits leave their bodies. <laughs> so that's what, that was my plan for the Eldrazi Medicine. I played it once, and he just challenged me both games. <laughs> uh, so your plan, your plan didn't work, is what is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, <that. laughs> but I did kill a lot of people who had two mana hate cards in their hand that they thought were going to be fast enough, and mm-hmm. it was They just died with them in their hand. Yeah, I, I actually, this weekend, I was playing Tin Fins, and I played against an aggro loan deck, and, like, I go, Gitaxian Probe, Polluted Delta, Fetch for an Underground Sea, Ponder. Um, and he's like, okay, something's up here, and he has a Green Sun Zenith, and he's playing aggro loan, so his two choices are either Scavenge News or Gaddock Teague. And he thinks I'm on Storm, so he's, uh, Green Sun Zenith of the Gaddock Teague, which actually doesn't really do anything to Tin Fins, cause you just win with Emrakul and Grizzlebrand and don't really care that you can't cast Tendrils of Agony. Yep. Uh, so he was, he was definitely kicking himself afterwards that he had the, the opportunity to get the right card and just got I the wrong like, hate bear. Wrong hate bear. I, I do like the wins where they don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, had I just left a green open for my death right. You couldn't win. Yeah, right. You're right. You died. <laughs> that's, that's what I always liked about Tinfins, though, is, um, you know, you can entomb on the stack. You can, you can, it's, it's difficult, but you do get the chance to play around a Deathrite Shaman. Yep. Oh, yeah, you just go, like, 
they go you go turn one land pass they go turn one death right shaman and then you just go end of turn entomb upkeep guerra's vengeance win the game and you well just, no that's fine but i mean even if you have like if you've already cabaled grizzlebrand out of your hand or whatever and you go to shallow grave them mm-hmm. when they activate death right shaman you can entomb another grizzlebrand right or shallow grave in response as well <laughs> so either or yeah, will work yeah yeah. yeah, or but, if you have two, or you can entomb an Evergrool and shuffle it. Right. Yep, yep. The other one, it, the reason I was, uh, one of the reasons I kind of mentioned Burning Reanimator was that I've, I've taken Burning Reanimator and killed somebody through a Chalice at one, and, and I thought, like, Chalice at one was going to be good. Um, burning Reanimator will do very similar to Tinfins, it just uses Rite of Flame and Burning Wish. So, like, you can cast a, a Rite of Flame, Burning Wish. The guy went, he was on the play, he went Chalice at one, and I played a land, a Lotus Petal, a Lion's Eye Diamond, cast Burning Wish, sacrificed the Lion's Eye Diamond to Ben Grizzlebrand, and grabbed Exuma out of the sideboard. And it went completely around Chalice at one, he still had to face Grizzlebrand and die to it. And I thought Chalice at one was going to be really good, but it, like Burning Reanimator, it seems, can play around a Chalice at one a little bit better. Um, but it doesn't have the ability to silence, which is so... It's one of the things I love about Tin Fins, that and just access to Serenity. Yeah, well, what just, I... You're playing the card Silence? In Tin Fins. I've never played that. Just kill him. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Silence either, but what what I actually did to the list, um, what you... So, you had the Limdol's Vaults in the list that I looked at, and then I saw when you updated it, you changed them to Sensei's Divining Tops. Um, I actually changed those to just Abrupt Decay's main deck, and that was my answer to uh, the oh, Eldrazi yeah. Menace with the Chalices. Um, I feel the abrupt decays are actually really useful in a lot of settings um, because when you don't just kill them, um, it's a good way to answer any uh, you know death right charms that they have main or you know anything that they that they may have that you weren't really expecting. So it, it really takes away a lot of those games that you think are just that unfortunate game one where they have the hate card pre-boarded. Yeah, Blundell's Vault is good for late game if you've had some back and forth. They counter your spells, you make them discard some cards, cast mm-hmm. Limdol's Vault for what you're missing and kill them. Right. Mm-hmm. Top is a lot different as a cantrip. You're using it earlier, and the main reason why I did the switch was because I've got mentors in the board, and that's really good. Right. Whereas if you're playing a mentor game and you're grinding value, Limdol's Vault doesn't help at all. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I, I could. Uh, I'm kind of really disappointed that uh, the mentors didn't work out for you because that looks super spicy, and I wanted to try it out. They were probably fine. I was just <laughs> you're you're a little salty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, we'll also uh, tag the deck tech that you did for our listeners because I like how we just assume all our listeners uh, know everything about tin fins because the the amount of times that we talk <laughs> about it, but. If this just happens to be your first episode, listener, check, <laughs> check, check the uh, check the show notes for the deck list because I don't want to put it put all our other listeners through yet another Tin Fins deck tech. <laughs> I, just, I just like how you say we'll put it in the show notes, knowing Pat will. That's why we. That's why we hired Pat. <laughs> that's why I get paid my really really fantastic salary and quit my job just to edit. The <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. Jerry's got all the free time in the world now. I know. I Jerry can edit the cast. I quit my job yesterday. Did you really? I did. I did. Good for you, man. I know you said you were said you were thinking about it. Good for you, dude. Yeah, no more living under the heel of the man, going independent. 
Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. I also, you know, couldn't really vote Bernie today and, you know, go into work with a clear <laughs> conscience. <laughs> it's like, yeah, investment bankers are the worst. <laughs> Hold on, i got to take this call. <laughs> do, 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 do. Got to punch in, swipe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what we're going to do is put your money in some uh, reverse leverage back mortgages, and uh, they're gone. gone. They're all gone. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, good for you, man. Are you starting up your own biz? Yeah, I'm going to look uh, for a boutique setting. Good for you, man. Yeah. That's fucking Go awesome. independent. That's but, awesome. Uh, Are you going to sell women's clothes? No. Nah. <laughs> boutique whatever, finance. Whatever it's you a, do it's to a term. The it, it means a small, small financial business. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but in the meantime, I'm, uh, I'm going to be living on the rails, riding the rails like a hobo, shank, shank some people. <laughs> Go to all the magic tournaments I want. Ride the rails to all the different magic tournaments. That'll be the real plan. <laughs> well, if you need to raise some funds in order to pay some bills, uh, I could probably buy some of your cards off you. <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's going to get that far. But, but that, it, it's funny you mentioned that because that when I was like weighing the pros and cons, it's like, should I do this? Like, should I go independent? Like, it's going to be really nerve-wracking going on your own, starting your own business. And I'm like... Well, I have a huge investment in cardboard that I can always liquidate if things go really south. <laughs> oh, man. Isn't that wonderful? That's wonderful. It is. It is wonderful. But I would prefer for it not to come there. I hope my business is more successful that I don't have to liquidate. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll yeah, sell Some it. of the other Tusks have been talking about how their power is doing better than their 401ks lately. Yeah, That's... actually infinitely better. I think my, my collection is outperforming my 401k by a solid 30%. <laughs> 401k is terrible. I'm actually. I want to. I want to sit down with the guy in uh, the office and talk about a self-directed 401k. You, you know, you could also just sit down with me, but that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> just, just right. That's right. You don't even work in the industry anymore. Oh my god! <laughs> Ooh, this is big, big fight on the Bruins game. The uh, this is the uh, this is not the MTG finance you are looking for. <laughs> Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Hashtag so, MTG Finance 401k. <laughs> so the, uh, the Eldrazi deck was all over the, um, the top 64. I heard the police uh, were too. Day two decks yeah. at, uh, SCG, SCG Philly, right? Yeah, there's a lot. So there was a couple decks at my event too, and I, it, it's out, there was what, nine decks in day two of, out of 64? Yeah, yeah, it was a solid percentage. And there were, top eight, there was one, two, Two in, Two the, in the top, top eight. eight, so yeah. not not too crazy in the top eight. You know, nothing. Yeah. Well, nothing, nothing we haven't seen in another top eight, but. Well, Sean had the uh, the eyes on the ground. Uh, what, what was your kind of perception of it, Sean? I didn't really see much Eldrazi. No. Around me, maybe they were all winning. <laughs> <laughs> I know Jerry started out eight zero when I checked back in with him. Yeah. Uh, smokes. Jer- uh, that's Jerry Thompson. Yeah. Yep. Solid deck. I mean. Jerry's deck was running. He was running Chalice of the Void, and he was running a four of Thorn of Amethyst. Which is that? Is that going on in all the Eldrazi decks, or is that like? I think it's pretty common because Thorn of pretty Amethyst. Now. Well, it had started spiking last week. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, the thing is about the deck is it put eight copies or nine copies in day two, which mm-hmm. is the same number, same number of copies as Miracles and Lands, pretty much. I think Miracles and Lands had eight or nine copies themselves. So. Mm-hmm. I don't see it as kind of a problem for the format like it is in Modern. I just think it's another good deck that's entered the fray, and it's nice to get a little spice into the format, something new and different. And it's, yep. I think it's perfectly balanced because it's obviously not overpowered, and the fact yeah. that it did so well is if you look at the names of the people piloting the Eldrazi deck, 
Um, you know, they're they're some of the best names in the room. You know, Jerry Thompson uh, is the the big one. At my event, the Rich Shea was playing Eldrazi, and he top aided. But you know, he, Rich Shea is also a very well legacy player. So it, it's hard to separate whether the deck was doing well because of the deck itself, or if it was kind of the new spice that all the you know hardcore grinders were on. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's also a very beatable deck in, in Legacy. It seems like if you're playing like some ki- some type of like bug variant or rug variant, if you're running with Goyf, uh, it's gonna be most of the time be bigger than anything that they're gonna have in the Eldrazi deck. So um, it's definitely not an unbeatable deck for sure. Yeah, as, as someone pointed out, is they are just stone cold dead to any permanent based hate. Like mm-hmm. they have no answer for ensnaring bridge or. Um, even things like, uh, like Moat. Like Blood Moon? Blood, well, Blood Moon just cuts them off mana. It doesn't really deal with the creatures. You, well, yeah, but how many creatures they run in, how many lands they run in that list? 25, ah, eh, 25 lands, so, but if you cut them off of, if you cut them off of, of the, you know, the ramp effects of City of Traitors, Ancient Tomb, mm-hmm. um, Eldrazi Temple, um, oh, it, de- Ugin, it, it definitely slows you know, them down. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but it's like you need to do more than that because it's like 12, oh no, for sure, it's like twelve post. I've I've seen twelve post um, have, have a blood moon played against it, and they're like, mm-hmm. okay, play the control game until they have six lands, uh, hard cast primeval titan, uh, ramp up, get fifteen lands in play, and hard cast emercool off of fifteen mountains. <laughs> yeah, sure, but that's I mean they're also they also have an emercool in the deck like. I think the biggest guy this deck has is a five-five. You know what I mean? Well, no, it runns the um, it runs the oh, X drops where it can oh, yeah, be as, sure, the as big as one, yeah, right. as big as you want it to be. Yeah. So I mean, that's cool, but like, do you do you really think you're gonna go to fifteen term, turns against this deck? Like, no, but they're also not running Emrakul. I'm just saying, is they they have inevitability. It's not like other decks where if you land a Blood Moon against them, they can't cast their Tarmogoyfs, they can't cast their Delvers. Sure. All yeah. their all their creatures are are colorless. So well, no, they can't actually. No, they they can't cast. The only thing they can cast is endless one, right? Because if all their lands are mountains, they can't cast anything that has a diamond in it. Well, I think the so, only thing that has the diamond in it is the. Uh, so Endbringer does, Mattery Shaper does, mm-hmm. all their big guys. Thought not see or Reality Smasher. Uh, yeah, yeah, they all they all have the colorless mana symbol. So the only things they can cast are a two one Eldrazi mimic. They can cast an endless one. And they can cast. Uh, that's it for for creatures. So actually, this deck is very uh, weak to Blood Moon. Oh uh, yeah, I uh, so yield Blood to you, Moon Pat. Doubles in price again. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, you're right. They they do. I thought I thought they were running some number of wastes, but they are not. At least I'm looking at the Jerry Thompson list. So you know they they sure if they have a waste that's fine. But uh yeah, because that will that would be a basic land, but. Um, he's certainly not running a waste. Um, mm-hmm. And if I'm, I, I think if I'm playing against this deck, if I'm worried about a one of land, I think I'm still jamming my two Blood Moon from the sideboard against this deck and just going for it. No, yeah, that's I did not see that. I thought they would run some number of wastes, but they're they're not. So yeah, you're right. It, it actually does fuck them all. Or yeah. excuse excuse the French. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the, you know, the only thing to be said about that is you are going to wait till turn three, um, uh, you know, for most decks to cast it. And these guys are kind of already off to the races by turn three. So yeah, that too. That is something. There's something to be said for that too. But but uh, yeah, well, that wraps up the Eldrazi Menace. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. This isn't modern what people. Is, what, what does Sean have to say about the Eldrazi Menace? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think I think Sean already said it. Just just kill him dead. Just, yeah. yeah, I I usually yeah. play miracles. My friend who plays Miracles was excited to play against it all day if he could. Mm-hmm. Just really? because Terminus will 
they just put all the creatures on the bottom and yep <laughs> that's probably all they had yeah put a blood <laughs> yep. moon in your main deck okay yeah, yeah. Yep. looking uh, at the sideboards Jerry had two all his dust to kill moon Harlan had um, two ratchet bombs and okay. I thought I heard some of them were playing dis disenchants on the board oh really really or maybe that was modern I got it confused yeah I, the same deck so all yeah, all is as at a at a eh, as a seven drop like that's probably fine against you know Blood Moon like they will have inevitability there but they'll have to draw their two of and mm-hmm. they'll have to get to seven lands before you kill them. I I but. saw Rich Shea, uh, he was running Eldrazi at the event I was at and he was running four Ratchet Bombs and I saw them do work. Like I saw he was playing against Ian playing uh Bant uh Bant Stoneblade. And I look over at Ian's board and don't understand how how anyone could lose from this position, not knowing what's on the other side of the field. Because he had True Name Neme- Nemesis with a Sword of Fire and Ice on it, a Batter Skull, a Stoneforge Mystic, and a Noble Hierarch in play. And Rich Shea just lands a whole bunch of Eldrazi, plays a Ratchet Bomb, plays another Ratchet Bomb, and just wipes Ian's board. And mm. and just fights through that they're stalemating for a while. Neither one of them can attack without the other one cracking back for the win. Um, and eventually, just the Eldrazi took it because they have that that card. Uh, at least Rich Shea was running it. Uh, I forget what it was called, but it's the new land where you draw a card if you don't have any cards in hand. Seagate wreckage. Yeah, Seagate wreckage. That thing was doing work. <laughs> hmm. it, it it reminded me almost of like Library of Alexandria, like a reverse library. <laughs> Because all this deck wants to do is dump its hand on the ground, exactly like uh, Affinity does, and then uses Seagrate Wreckage as basically a, a draw an extra card each turn. That's pretty sweet. Eldrazi seems like a little more aggressive shops. Yeah. Or, I guess, what do you call it in Legacy? Yeah, um, yeah, like, like Mud. Like more bit rangy. It doesn't go over the yeah. top like the Metalworker decks do, but... Yeah. It's like Affinity and Mud had a, had a love child, and Eldrazi is the result. <laughs> it's not something I really want to play. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a it's a deck I'd want to play for an event, but it's not one that I want to take the time to put together. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of why I played the Abrupt Decay's main, as I was expecting to see just Chalice of the Voids everywhere. Um, so I thought just having Abrupt Decay's two of them in the main deck of Tin Fins would be a nice out to it if uh, they they landed at turn one against me off an Ancient Tomb. Um, turns out the thing I actually hate most with Tin Fins is playing against Burn, because they have eight pyrostatic, uh, what is it, pyretic pillars in their deck. Pyros, yeah. Yeah, uh, they have, uh, Eidolon of the Great Ravel, and then Pillar, which is... I mean, why, oh my god, but they can't stop drop. you. <laughs> I, I believe me. Have a turn two. <laughs> yeah. that, uh, exactly, that was my fault. Well, that was the thing, is I was on the draw, and I could go off on turn two. And turn one, he goes Goblin Guide. Turn two, he goes uh, Eidolon of the Great Ravel. I combo off, and I go to get the combo off, but playing all the spells puts me at four with the mm. Eidolon of the Great Ravel, and he had the Fire Blast in hand to kill me. I was oh. so salty afterwards. Losing <laughs> <laughs> L- to Burn is pretty abnormal. Yeah. with Especially with Tin Fins. I, game three, so I won game two because I just, you know, killed him. I did what Tinfins does and just killed him turn one. And then game three, he uh, he also had the fire blast to kill me, but this time I, I waited, I didn't, I went to seven, 
and he slow rolled a lightning bolt fire blast. Mm. Uh, but he also had an uh, Eidolon of the Great Revenge. Not an Eidolon. He had uh, two pyrostatic pillars. And I was doing my damnedest to just, like, uh, try and kill him with the Emrakul Grizzlebrand plan. But yeah, Burn. Burn is a, is a very salty match. Second time I've lost in a major tournament uh, to Burn. And it reminds me why I, I, I'm afraid of this eternal format. Now, Sean, I got, I got a question for you. How, how long have you been playing Tenfins? A couple months. A couple months? All right. I tried I, it about a year ago because it looked like fun and it just bricked, so I gave up on it. Tried it okay. again recently and we won. Have you noticed, like, one of the things that I'll notice, depending on where I go, you can really catch people off guard because they may, they may play test against a whole lot of decks. They'll never play test against Tenfins. Have you, have you noticed that yourself? That, yeah. that it's just people who just are astounded by what is going on. Like, when they start realizing children are coreless stacks. Uh, um, <laughs> So, with that said, do you have any, like, what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen somebody trying to do to play against the deck? Anything you could think of that's like... I had like- Ant bring in, uh, what's the card? The one black enchantment against Death and Taxes. Oh, oh Dread, Dread of Night? <laughs> Dread oh, no kidding! <laughs> children off the board. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't notice that. just played it. He's like, alright, it's dead. I'm like, oh, shit. I thought I was just going to blank your tendrils, but no. Oh, man. Oh, well, game three. <laughs> I had a guy catch me off guard where I cast a children and he was doing manaless dredge and he cast contagion to kill the children because he was afraid I was going to sack it to take out the bridge from below and I, I I hadn't even noticed it oh wow oh yeah I never yeah you can sack children to take out bridge from below it was dredge. just re- yeah it was really weird I'm like why would he contagion my children of course <laughs> and then it dawned on me afterwards uh, I almost got a win over the weekend for a uh... By shallow graving a children to get the last point in. Oh, okay. really? Nice. Almost, but he made a mentor in that turn. Uh, I had a buff. I have dealt 15 points of damage with the children of Coralis in one game. As versus Sneak and Show, and both of us were just bricking hardcore. Could not get a combo piece to save our lives. Uh, and children of Coralis was in play, just pegging away at their life total. Uh, Did a playtest game where I knew I was, I was playing against Sneak and Show. I cabal therapied him. My hand was shit. He brainstorms in response because I had probed him. I, uh, so I knew his good cards were hidden. And with how bad my hand was, it was like, alright, well, how do I win this game? Uh, I guess I just named Gristlebrand. Hit, cast, reanimate, target your Gristlebrand. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's pretty gotcha. good. Yeah. That was actually, so, the only other, so I went 4-2 uh, this weekend. The... Only other um, deck that I lost to was a 12-post list, which uh, had Flusterstorms, and he has... I I taxi and probe him. See, he has the Flusterstorm in hand. Um, So I have Cabal Therapy and enough mana to go off and kill him. So I cast Cabal Therapy name uh, to name uh, name Flusterstorm, and in response... He brainstorms. So I'm like, okay. And I'm like, ah, I bet he thinks that I, that I think that I'm not gonna name Flusterstorm because he would know not to put it in. That way he's gonna keep it in his hand, and then I'm gonna name something else, and then I'm gonna see the Flusterstorm, I'm not gonna be able to go off. But I know he thinks that I think this, so I'm gonna name Flusterstorm anyways. Cabal Therapy naming Flusterstorm. 
He's like, ah, oh, yeah, you got me. And he show, reveals his hand, shows the fluster storm is still in his hand, even though he brainstorms. I'm like, yes. And I go, <laughs> dark ritual, entomb, shallow grave. He goes, hold on. Tap, <laughs> tap my top, draw a card. Oh, shit. Fluster storm. I'm like, no. <laughs> no. Wow. <laughs> oh, the outplays. <laughs> have, have you ever... Uh... Sean, have you ever heard of a card pull from eternity? Yep. Okay. I really wanted one uh, this weekend because I got my Grizzlebrand surgical extractions and yeah, very I hard to win. That. Oh my god! Yeah, I saw that yeah. in the sideboard and didn't know what that was for, but sure, you can have it. Yep. Surgical extraction, Tomas Crypt, or Relic of Progenitus. You can at least pulls it back. It, can you extract yourself? You can extract yourself, and then yep, you can do it as a, as a reverse into. Yep. The only thing is, crystal bread has to be in your graveyard in order to surgical it, so it doesn't. It, it's like surgicaling it to put it back into your graveyard anyway. Oh no! I mean, the, the deck needs more entombs to be. Well, yeah, I just use the hand disruption. If it wants to play entomb five and six, the deck would be just about perfect. Uh, what so do you that, mean? I, I mean, whether or not you kill him on turn one is pretty much whether or not you have an entomb or. Gristle Brand and a discard spell and a dark ritual and a reanimate. Right, because you have eight shallow grave atta- uh, effects, but you only have four in tomb effects. Right. Right. So it. So I, we could extract ourselves and then pull from eternity. Yeah, I, I find it, it comes down to the number of gr- the number of Grizzle Brands I play too. Like if I played three Grizzle Brands and cut the silence, the the ability okay. to di- make myself discard is easier. It's one of the things with Burning Reanimator too. Is you also have Lion's Eye Diamond and just Bennett. Yeah, I, I played I, a weird animator list from Japan. They had a GP. It top aided. It was red, black, white. Yep. It. Did you guys see it? Yeah. No, 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 no. That's that sounded like oh. burning. Yeah. Reanimator so far. Yeah. There's also uh, there's some no burning wishes. No LEDs. Mm-hmm. No. Well, it had one on Barrow Rights. Um, oh. Okay. Yeah. Right. Deads, Dance of the Deads, Liliana the Veil, vale, and Grove Punishing Fire. Yep. Okay. So, I. The deck was miserable. <laughs> I went 0-2 in my weekly three-rounder. Decided to play round four. Punishing fire to guys. Young Pyromancer. Reanimated it. He killed it. I reanimated it again. And punishing <laughs> fire to death, making tokens with his pyro. So I see how that deck got dated a GP. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There's a... Uh... There's some kids at uh, my local shop that run a budget version of Reanimator Tin Fins that's uh, black-red. Um, and they just use, like, Faithless Looting. Um, I played against that at a uh, Eternal Extravaganza. Yeah, it's a pretty co- pretty cool deck for someone looking for, like, a budget combo deck because you don't need, ten- you don't need Lion's Eye Diamonds, you don't need Dual Lands. I mean, it runs, like, two Badlands. Which is pretty much basically the amount you would spend on a standard mana base, anyways. Um, so it's like a dirt cheap combo deck that's pretty fun. The guy I played against had Burning Wishes, but no LEDs. Um, but he was playing Unmasks on top of Cabal Therapies and Thought Seasons. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a definitely a cool deck. There's so many variations of Tin Fins. Um, there's a lot of different ways to take it. Cause when I, when I was first messing around with Tin Fins, before it was even called Tin Fins, I was doing like a red black version running, uh, worm coil engines and, uh, grave titans. Um, because, you know, you'd bring them back, sack them to Cabal Therapy flashback so they wouldn't be exiled, and you just kind of make an army of tokens and keep bringing back the, uh, the titans. 
mm-hmm. uh, to kill them. Do you ever play Spanish Inquisition? I've always wanted to, but I've never been able to, uh, you know, put the deck together. It's faster than Tintin's, mm-hmm. but it is very shaky. Yeah. <laughs> I lost against... Uh, you want to tell our listeners kind of what, what makes up the deck? Okay. Um, <laughs> it's just not the most common of decks. <laughs> yeah, all right, that's fine. Yeah, you play uh, you play both of the cards that cost three black, pay half your life, round it up, draw four cards. Um, mm-hmm. Infernal Contract, Cruel Bargain. Yep. Um, you play Culling the Weak, which is one black, additional cost, sacrifice a creature, get four black mana. Um, let's see, what else does it have? Land grants for a bayou, so you can put a Skytrad Cutter into play to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um, dried Arbors to find with your land grants. Petals, Dark Rituals, Cabal Rituals, LEDs, and Goblin Char Belchers? Yep. It's like a black Belcher deck. It's it's just bad. Yeah. <laughs> I've also seen them run it uh, as kind of a Cheerios variant as well, where they run a bunch of zero drops. Yeah. Um... And then they run, uh, it's like the, uh, it's the, it's like one of the quests from original Zendikar. It's like if you attack with five or more creatures, creatures you control get like plus. Yeah, Beastmaster Ascension. Yeah, Beastmaster Ascension. That's just a Cheerios deck. Right. Spanish Inquisition's gonna have like three tendrils, so I can tendrils you and then cast more cruel bargains. Right. Because the first one wasn't enough. Yes. (laughs) Talking about silence has just brought that up because I played against the Bryant Cook Storm deck when it had silences in it, mm-hmm. and I had Summoner's Pact, so I would try to combo off, cast a Summoner's Pact, he would silence me, and I would I would just die. Well, you know, I, the funniest experience I ever had playing with silence was against the Storm deck, and as soon as they cast Past in Flames with it on the stack, I cast Silence. Yeah. So then they couldn't flashback anything in their graveyard, and they would just host. Nice. Like, silence has had very interesting... I've had very interesting... Um, situations with it one i mean you know during the upkeep but i don't know <laughs> i'm still I'm, I'm trying to see if i can find uh the the list that i was running before was from ben petrino um but i can't find but a good silence is good if you want to fight counter spells but if you're trying to fight chalice it doesn't help at all right right yeah discard can still hurt hmm yeah. Because instant speed Greyguard hate doesn't work, but if they're death rights in play, it doesn't matter that you have silence. Right. I'm I'm just not the biggest fan of silence, mostly because it it's you're basically dazing yourself. You need to have that one might mana open and then also have enough mana to go off. Well it only takes a dark ritual to do it. Yeah, but that's just one more thing. Instead of like naturally being able to go off, um you have to have that one extra mana or have the dark ritual. Um yeah. It, it's just a little too narrow for my taste. Mm-hmm. But uh, I can definitely see see why you know you like it. It's, it's nice to just know, sir, your opponent. It's like, no, you cannot play lands this. I need spells this turn. Well, that's I what mean, the Tactian Probe is for. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't have it. Kill you. Yeah, exactly. Well, I have also seen people use Silence as a pseudo time walk. It's like you don't get to do anything this turn. It's my turn again. Like upkeep Silence. It's it's a nice little card. It's it's definitely up for debate, and there's like five slots in tin fins that are cycled through depending on the person. Yeah, I'm, I've never been the huge uh, proponent to Limduel's Vault. That always felt like setting up a turn two kill. 
I put it in almost all the time, and I just never seem to want to play it. It just either it's, isn't in my hand when I want it, or when it is in my hand, I don't want to play it. It's right. a mystical tutor you can only play late game. Right. It won't help you start, but it'll help you fight through then one more level of resistance. Right. Yeah, and a lot of times the only thing I've actually been okay with, I'm like, well, I guess I can get blue or black under a chrome box. Yep. It'll find your Serenity game, too, if that's what you need, and you only have two of them to find. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I did like the Serenities. I brought in Serenities a lot, and that mm-hmm. card is awesome. That's It's uh, one in a white for an enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, destroy all artifacts and enchantments. Um, so I had an opponent go, like, Grafdigger's Cage, Grafdigger's Cage, and then they also had a Sylvan Library out. And I'm just like, Serenity? <laughs> and he had no answer for it and was very upset. <laughs> My best one was against Death and Taxes. I got a Canonist. A rest in peace, a revoker on Gristlebrand, and a, a file that was on two to put in the revoker from his hand that he couldn't use because then if he did, it would die too. To right. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, well, I, ha- I I'm gonna play Tin Fins for a little bit longer because I I uh, missed top eight on Breakers at this dual land tournament. Which was upsetting, but you know my my friend Brent Gilmore, he he made it in on breakers, so you know I did what any friend would do, and I called the judge over, said I'd witness Brent taking bribes from his opponent, and uh, I got <laughs> I got him disqualified, you know. <laughs> no, uh, I when I say I I missed on breakers, it, it like wasn't even close. Like my breakers were at like forty percent, so <laughs> Brent fair and square made it into that top eight. <laughs> That's uh, I just had to throw that in there because uh, Brent and Josh Sissio uh, were uh, poking jabs at me for uh, saying I missed on breakers. <laughs> but yeah, the deck's definitely powerful, and I've always said it. I think it's great at small small events. Um, yeah, if you can just like take it to like an eight man win a box, your chances of winning go way up because it's not that hard to get lucky four times in a row. Yep. It's a bit harder to get lucky, you know, 15 rounds in a row. <laughs> but, you know, if if you're if there's a box on the line, just take that and just win the game four times. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to go back to Miracles for a bit because I just got... I'm fully black-bordered now. Oh. I just got the Volcanic Island last weekend. Very nice. But Fancy. I might do 10 fins for Columbus just to have breaks in between rounds. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's also nice is, like, I played 10 fins... And I finished the round in 10 minutes flat and went and got food. And, like, yeah. sat down, had a full meal, got up, walked around, checked out the vendors, and I'm like, oh, there's still 10 minutes left before the round starts. What am I going to do now? <laughs> I had a match against Death and Taxes that was three turns between two games. Then <laughs> uh, I walked to the breeding terminal market and had a pork sandwich. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, That's sandwich. Awesome. <laughs> was was Evan with you? Because uh, <laughs> he was making he was making Evan Nyquist. He was making fun of me for uh, calling him sandwiches. <laughs> oh no, he didn't make it. Yeah, he didn't make it. I was talking to him. Unfortunate. Uh, but yeah, so you're you're on Team Tusk with Evan. What's what's that like? Give us give us the scoops. Uh, I went to school in Atlanta. Nice. And it's just a group of people who played Legacy together and Vintage. Um, 
who don't hate each other. <laughs> That's a plus. That's we a hate plus. most of the other people, so <laughs> we made a group. Good, nice, and Team Tusk with the sweet yep. jerseys. Yeah, <laughs> I had to. Uh, they didn't bring mine, which they were supposed to, so I could wear it. So uh, they brought it halfway through the day. But for the deck tech, I interrupted Sean O'Brien's match. He's sitting oh. there. Playing, <laughs> he's sitting there playing Angel Stompy. He's got like a, a moat and a windborne muse in play against somebody with creatures. And I'm like, just just give me your hoodie. I have a deck tech. <laughs> <laughs> just that'd be funny. Just someone walks up to your opponent and tells them to strip in the middle of your match. <laughs> Take off your clothes. <laughs> uh, that's that's pretty funny. Yeah, but he was on uh, Angel Stompy. So Stop he's the kind of. He's so he's the kind of guy that would give you the shirt off his back. <laughs> yes. Stand up, man. The, the Tusk hoodie, yeah, for, to represent. <laughs> nice. But he, so he was running Angel Stompy to deal with the uh, the Eldrazi Menace? Yeah, he had a, a place that emotes. Oh, those are pretty nice to have. I mean, if you're going to run Angel Stompy, you kind of want four moats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moats, Ravages of War, um, Baneslayer Angel. Yeah. Because, as it was described in a, the Tusk group on Facebook, um, in the Battle of Five Fives, flying, first strike, and lifelink is uh, pretty important. Yeah. I've also seen a Baneslayer Angel hold off a Grizzlebrand because it randomly has protection from dragons and demons. Yep. <laughs> Just because. <laughs> like, someone... I, I've seen people, like, swing their Grizzlebrand into a Baneslayer Angel, uh, and then when their opponent, quote-unquote, chump blocks, they're like... Oh yeah, your your Baneslayer Angel's dead. And like, nope, you just let me gain five life. <laughs> you don't gain seven. You don't gain seven. <laughs> oh man, yeah, good card, good card, Baneslayer Angel. I do have a place set of uh, German shallow graves coming in the mail from nice. Magic Card Market. Oh, that's awesome. It's a uh, Flash's Grab. Flashes grab? Nice. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, I actually run a, uh, a French uh, Children of Coralis because the French name is Infants of Coralis. Oh, I need one of those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Infants. Enfant. Enfant. Enfant de Coralis. Yeah. That's my wonderful French accent, people. <laughs> Very good. Very good. <laughs> I didn't know you uh, You spoke of the French. <laughs> I did, I did. I took four years of French. <laughs> Good. Uh, so, either of you fools play a legacy this week, or is it just me and Sean holding the dream oh, alive? Yeah. Are you crazy? <laughs> you think I play legacy? <laughs> fucking kidding me? What the hell is this? I'll be, actually, I'll be at TE on Sunday this week. Are you actually going to be at TE this week? Yeah, Sunday? yeah. For real, for real. I actually need to meet up with you, because you got some price of progresses for me I need to. Yeah, yeah. Need to snag, so. Oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> Are you sorry? Are you? <laughs> well, no, I'm actually not, no. because I found something I could fucking put up here. I've been sitting there looking for this fucking list for a while now. There's a couple reasons why I was trying to find pomegranates, and this is just like... Um, this is just Burning Reanimator. This is just a, uh, some of the things that this allowed that Tinfins didn't was playing Meltdown out of the sideboard, where you can just one red cast Meltdown and get rid of everything, every chalice. Yeah, I've wanted to play this version of the deck. Unfortunately, it runs Lion's Eye Diamonds, which uh, looks like I will never, never have in my collection. <laughs> well, at the moment, Jerry, I'm on my way to, I think fucking seven of them, maybe eight. Why do you have that many Lion's Eye Diamonds? Because <laughs> I just bought a dredge deck. Okay. 
and I had three, and then I was going to pick up another, and I actually just got, my buddy brought me over some cards the other day. I got a, a playset of Entombs, a Gorio's Vengeance, a couple more Grizzle Brands, like more more parts to Tin Fins, really. Um, yeah, but so, like, access to Meltdown made playing against Chalice better. I've never seen this stitched together. This looks crazy. Have you ever even heard of that standard? Stitched together? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, it would allow the ability to like, you know, crack lands, I diamond with burning wish on the stack and grab, um, exhum. But this is another straight grizzle brand storm deck. It's just, I've, I've had this play through a chalice at one and I've had it melt chalices. So like when I was thinking about the chalice, you know, if people are playing more chalices with Eldrazi, I started thinking more about burning reanimator instead of tinfins. And they're so close, like they, they're, they're, they're an equal amount of fun. For me, and it's just a matter of like which one is um, has better matchups to certain things. Like what plays better around the certain hate. This has a, a much harder time to like lay line of the void. This has stronghold gambit in the sideboard. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is such. I've a, seen Sneak and Show board those in against creatureless decks. Oh yeah, I, I love stronghold gambit. I play stronghold gambit in uh, the sideboard of show at Sneak and Show all the time. This, this deck has such a cool way to play that's so similar. But it's just um, it's just slightly different. You're just accessing red a little bit more. Yeah. Well, it also it gives you better um, like alternative win to the tendrils. Like, so it can be hard winning off of tendrils well, and tin fins without grizzle brands. This well, deck this, can win off of tendrils without grizzle brands uh, much easier. But it can't it can't reshuffle the deck back in because it doesn't play an Emrakul. Right. But it, it's it's just a different. That's it's why it just, has two tendrils. Right, it's just it's just different. Well, it's, yeah, and it's got the the burning wishes to grab them when you need them anyway. Yeah, it's got one tendrils main and then one tendrils in the sideboard, and then also an empty the warrens if you really need to go that route. It's just it's just fun. Like it's it's such a cool. Um, it's another. I don't know. It's just another version of a similar. Like if if you enjoy one, you'll probably enjoy the other. The question is. Um, if you don't have Lion's Eye Diamonds, you're off of Burning Reanimator, but you're probably playing regular Reanimator. You know what I mean? It, it kind of comes to the, the collection that you have of, together to be able to no build. No Infernal Tutors? No. no. I think you could play some, some more Rituals. Well, you already have Dark Ritual. Yeah, it's just, it changes. Like Infernal it's Tutor, like, Crack LED. I'm actually surprised yeah, that in this list that. itself, I don't see, um, I don't see Faithless Looting. Which is one that I've seen in others anyway, because you can like faithless looting. Um, you know, it, it's you're accessing red. Uh, you can access red a little bit more stronger. I mean, ponder and brainstorm are good anyway, but it's uh, it's just another way to go about it. Playing a very similar deck that like when people start to figure out how to deal with ten fins, now they have to figure out how to deal with burning reanimator. Yeah, I really like that stitch together. <laughs> I know that's so cool. I didn't even like I, that wasn't in any of the lists that I'd ever seen. Yeah, it's I a... just found that. No, this is the first. This is the first list I could find that was um, mm-hmm. what I was talking about. Yeah, so it's black, black, r- sorcery, return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand, or if you have threshold. Uh, so, Sean, you said you played that in Standard, so that must have been some time ago. Uh, it's yeah, that was like Onslaught, <laughs> Judgment. Yeah. Honestly, Onslaught, Standard. Tor- with, yeah, Torment. Buried Alive, Angers, Doom Necromancers, mm-hmm. and an assortment of things to reanimate. Right, and then the Threshold is instead return that card to the battlefield instead. 
Uh, so it's like a reanimate that you pay one more black, but you don't lose the life off of. So oh, shit, you can actually, like, Ben Grizzlebrand cast this targeting on crack LED to make it resolve with threshold. Yeah, if you uh, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> you can cast cast Burning Wish, crack LED with a gr- grizzle brand in your hand. Use Burning Wish to find Stitch together. You're right, going. You're right. going all in on that. You better hope they don't uh, counter that Stitch together. <laughs> just get exhumed for that. Uh, but, no, unless they, like, well, no, you don't, you get Stitch. Yeah, why get why get exhumed when you can get Stitch together? Because you probably have Threshold at that point if you're discarding your hand to LED. Because you haven't killed a single one of their creatures. They don't have one in the grave. Exhum is usually good enough. Well, I mean, they're literally the same card in that situation, except right. Stitch Together doesn't have the... Stitch Together gives you the out that if they have a creature yep. card in their graveyard, you can get Stitch Together to just bring your creature back. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's 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 really uh, interesting. But it, the, the main reason I really like this deck was the access to Meltdown. Yeah. Meltdown's a hell of a card. It, it gets... It, Main deck it gives you it gives you a way for like not that anybody is playing main deck graph diggers cage, but the ability to get rid of a graph diggers cage with a meltdown was just good. Yeah, I fought through quite a few graph diggers cages, uh, relic of progenitus. I played uh, twelve post twice this weekend. I beat it one time, but I lost to it the second time when he, you know, got that <laughs> that extra salty fluster storm off the top of his library. Mm. Um. But yeah, lots of lots of artifact-based hate for the deck, so that meltdown gets a whole bunch. But you know, none of it matters because Noah Walker wins with Grixis Delver. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> oh yeah, Pat. He actually has a nice uh, Grixis Delver list. If I was going to play yeah. any Grixis Delver, it would probably be his. Um, but also, Pat, you know, we didn't even need to talk about it because Ely, he just top eights this event with the updated list so you can see it firsthand. <laughs> I know, that guy just crushes it, huh? It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ely, Ely was doing some work, and yeah, that's basically what I talked to him about, uh, last week. Mm-hmm. You know, he cut the, uh, one of the Storm Chasers, yep. a- added back in the Young Pyromancers, he cut the Compulsive Research for Dak Faden. Was he running Set Adrift before, or is that new? He was, yeah. He had it in the sideboard, actually. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was strong enough for the main board. I'm glad to see he, that's where he put it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, it's a pretty sweet card. So, I think it'd be, I think it'd be like a, like a two of if it was an instant, but. Right. Um, I do, I do like the addition of Dak Faden as well. Yeah. Dak, uh, Dak Faden's just one of my favorite planeswalkers. Like, yeah. stack ranking planeswalkers I want to have in play is like Jace the Mind Sculptor, Liliana, Dak Faden. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the three Snapcasters too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a pretty a pretty good call. Um, I still don't know if if I agree with the Young Pyromancer. I still I I haven't played with Storm Chaser Mage yet, but it's a very alluring card to me. So I think I'd have to. Although Young Pyromancer does get really good with uh, Snapcaster Mage, so right. And yeah. Uh, yeah, he's up up to eighteen lands. So yeah, that was the other thing he was saying that uh, he was getting mana screwed a lot, so he he upped the land count a bit. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think if anyone's planning on running a blue-red Delver deck, you should definitely be looking at uh, the Ely list, because yeah. he plays the hell out of that deck. Oh yeah, for sure. And he's certainly running more of a... He's looking to play the long game with it. It's almost like a control deck. Right. Um, it's not like the typical blue-red like tempo aggro style, where you're going to see like the max amount of lightning bolts and mm-hmm. some, some combination of, of Price of Progress um, and even... Uh, Chain lightning in the main. Um, 
he actually no chain lightning in there, but he's running cards like Spell Snare and Pyroblast um, and uh, cards like Set Adrift that are going to be like more of control control style cards. So and certainly something like Dak Faden um, and a true name in the main, which is again pretty indicative of him going into the long game with the deck. Right. Um, when I when I got to see his his feature matches, um, he was definitely uh, playing the control route. But uh, yeah, I do like the deck a lot. It's he. I mean, he's always got cool stuff to to talk about. So yeah, this uh, this whole meta definitely did not seem to be a good uh, meta for combo decks because just looking mm-hmm. at the top eight, like Grixis Delver, Eldrazi, Infect, Gr- Grixis Delver, Miracles, Lands, Blue Red Delver, Eldrazi, Eldrazi. And then 10th place, we see our first combo deck with Elves. Uh, and I think it's also pretty telling that the first combo deck is Elves and not, you know, like Storm or Sneak and Show or something like that. Just because it's creature-based, it can deal with the all the hate cards a little bit better. Um, so, yeah, definitely a very aggressive meta in Philly. I think a lot of people are... Uh, I'm assuming they must have known that Eldrazi was going to be there, and probably that skewed the meta a little bit as to what was going to be the top tables. Yeah. No shardless bug, I I notice. Yeah, at all, right? Yeah, Not in like the top thirty-two. <laughs> I guess cascading into abrupt decay against a bunch of Eldrazi is not that good. <laughs> no, <laughs> there, there was one in day two. There was one in day two. Was there? Okay. I was mostly doing that as a dig for uh, Josh Sissio and uh, and Brent <laughs> because they were both on shardless bug at this uh, dual land tournament that we went to. And I, last minute, as in at one in the morning the night before, audibled into Tin Fins instead. And they, <laughs> they were giving me shit for for switching. Shardless Bug's boring. Yeah. Ah. Well, that's what it was. I'm like, oh, it's... it's I'll it's, just cast another 2-2. Oh, I'll cast a 2-2. Yeah. Maybe so, you, I guess. Whatever. The, the tournament capped out at 40. They only had seating for 40, and 40 people showed up. So I don't know if they turned people away or anything, but I knew it was going to be a smaller tournament. I knew... Most of the good players were going to be in Philly. Uh, of the good players I knew that were going was, you know, Josh and Brent both on Charles Bug and then Caleb on Lands. And I'm like, oh, well, Tinfins does great against both of those decks. <laughs> I'm just, I was just hoping to mm. spike the entire thing. Y- you okay there, Adrian? I'm not sure it does great against both of those decks. Oh. Fine against Lands, but it's... You really, you really need to mull into the turn one against Shardless Bug. No, not at all. They don't run. Force Are they going to start with Hand Disruption, Deathrite Shamans, and Force of Will? They don't. That's the thing is they, the Shardless Bug only runs four Force of Will. That's their only disruption. They're, well, you you can only run four Force of Will. <laughs> right, but that what I'm saying is they don't run they don't run uh, him to Torak or Thoughtseize. Who doesn't? Uh, when, I, when I read Shardless Bug, I read him to Turek and Thoughtseize. That's that's older Shardless Bug. The newer Shardless Bug list, both Josh... You kids and you new fangled... Yeah, our new fangled Shardless Bugs. <laughs> they run it They run it sideboard, but they don't run it main. So, I, I kind of had that insider knowledge. I knew it was going to be a short tournament, knew what they were going to be on, and thought it would be uh, good for the day. And it was. I got, you know, just... Buy a hair, bubbled out of top eight, you know. <laughs> you know, by just a few 20, 20% in tiebreakers, and I would have been in top eight. <laughs> but, oh well. I don't know, I just want to see Burning Wish get more play. <laughs> then play Burning Wish! You haven't played! <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out which is actually closer to being built now, Tinfin's a Burning Reanimator. I mean, I should really just sit down and fucking play anything. Exactly. 
We got some uh, questions rolling in. Do we want to hit up the questions that our listeners submitted? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me we got some good. Quick. We got some good ones. We really yeah, did. Was... Well, that's what happens when we do it like a day ahead of time and not like <laughs> ten an minutes hour before, before the cast starts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like five minutes before. Hey, do we have any questions? No, nobody. And like the next day, they all come in. It's like, okay, great. Nice. Um, hold on, let me pull them up here. All right. So let's see. We'll edit all this out. All right, two questions, and we can well, just kind of go through everyone. Well, are we going to answer these questions if we're going to edit all this out? <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> moving on, Dad moving joke. on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, from I... uh, from Nat Nat Tiffany on the uh, the Facebook page. If you could play only one deck for the rest of your Magic career, which would it be? We obviously know Adrian. Yes. <laughs> um, and <laughs> all right, so I let's. Know that we obviously know Adrian. <laughs> let's, let's. It let's could be one of two that. decks. Let's. Should we let guests go first, Sean? If you could only play yeah. one deck for the rest of your life, what would it be? Miracles. Miracles. Just die-hard miracles. Yeah. Why? Okay. Why do you hate people? <laughs> Follow-up question. <laughs> well, I do hate people. I hate everybody. You hate everybody. <laughs> well, that's that. That's, that's the know, reason. That's the deck for you, then. That's there the you reason. Go. I don't know. It's fun. I like. Uh, I like winning tough to win matchups that go along where you have to do a lot of planning and a lot of topping. Nice. And also never going to time. That's not a problem. Good. <laughs> you're, play fast. you're a good miracles player. I like that. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, what about you, Pat? Um, honestly, you know, I haven't played a ton of decks in Legacy, um, but I do really enjoy the, the Blue Red Delver list. Um, something about being able to play a tempo game to me is just a lot of fun. Um, I do want to put together Elves at some point because I really, um, the only other deck I've ever played, uh, it was in Standard. I was playing like a Modern Green Ramp deck, like it was a Modern Green Devotion deck, and I really just love, like, that style of, of magic, so. Um, that's probably something I'll, I'll check on in the future. But for now, you know, what I have experience with, I'd say Blue Red Delver. <laughs> Do we get to pick, like, one of each format? <laughs> My one combo <laughs> deck of choice well, would be, or not format, well, I, uh, style, I should say. <laughs> yeah, I, I mentioned, I mentioned the, the mono green deck just because I know, it, you know, it's not exactly like Elves, but it's probably the closest thing I've played that's similar to Elves, so. That's, that's the next deck I'm putting together. <laughs> Alright, Adrian, is it Tin Fins or El, or, uh, Merfolk? Charlotte's bug. Charlotte's bug. Oh, yeah. curveball. Hey, there you go. <laughs> yeah, Charlotte's yeah. bug. It, it, it feels like a combo deck, feels like an aggro deck, and feels like a control deck all yeah. in one. Oh, <laughs> but it's, 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 it's like degenerate gambling. Oh, it's just... And I, secretly, I always, in that, <laughs> secretly in the sideboard of your Charlotte's bug deck is 90 cards, <laughs> which is your 15-card sideboard, <laughs> and then the 75 for 10 fins. Yes. <laughs> that sounds like something I would do. I like um, wait, I will be honest. The reason why I audibled into Tinfins this weekend is because I played Shardless Bug at FNM, and I went one and three, and it was miserable. I was texting Josh Sissio at like eleven thirty at night. It's like this deck is garbage. It's hot garbage. Well, that's because you fucking newfangled kids aren't running him to Torah. Well, Take through time is gone. Treasure Cruise is gone. Fucking play him. No, well, the the reason why I did so poorly is because the meta it, that FNM is always crazy. That's where you know the Mog Stompy. Oh yeah, yeah right, Zach. right. So my matchups that night were Pox. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pox just wrecked me. Yeah, um, okay. Then I played Merfolk, and he goes True Name Nemesis. Uh, um, what's the the clone? The two mana clone. Oh, phantasmal. Yeah, image. he goes true name nemesis, phantasmal image, phantasmal image, and I'm staring yeah. down three true name nemesises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could not beat that. 
Uh, round three, uh, I played goblins, and I beat goblins by the skin of my teeth. Like, the literal skin of my teeth, goblin, I beat goblins. Goblin Stompy or goblins? No, just OG goblins. No shit, okay. Yeah. I uh, just made uh, so many goblin tokens with Cranko. I was doing everything I could. Liliana's real bad against goblins because they just have a bunch of... Oh, nice of edict. Yeah. <laughs> I'll sack my 1-1 one, one goblin token. <laughs> I was, like, bouncing Cranko with Jace just to prevent him from, you know, activating it. <laughs> uh, so beat goblins by the skin of my teeth, and then round four I versed the mirror match because the other shardless bug in the room was having as good a day as I was. <laughs> so if there was one more de- one deck that you could play, Jerry, what would it be? Um, it would... So, can I cheat? Can I have Can I have two? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to cheat. <laughs> so if I could only play one combo deck for the rest of my life, it would be... Oh, we're going to go each fucking in the trash. Ah, just two. You, you shush. <laughs> just one. Come on. Uh, one deck. Sneak and show for combo, and then for fair decks, it would be... Sneak and show? No. <laughs> sneak and show it is. It would be some variants on, like, a... Sneak and show? Walkers, a walker's bug list. <laughs> so, like, uh, Veteran Explorer, Cabal Therapy, walkers, so cool. or... Like, All right, so so you're on sneak and show walkers. Yes, I'm on sneak and show walkers. That's the okay. one. It's a uh, it's a uh, blue, black, red, green sneak and show walkers. It's a uh, nine, 90 cards main deck. Uh, <laughs> the other question I'm not too sure about: When are we going to get leaving a legacy T-shirts? You know, the, I I was surprised how many people jumped on that. Uh, I know I was too. I was fucking floored. So yeah, I mean, yeah, thanks for asking, Matt. Uh, maybe we'll. we'll I mean, I don't know if we can come close to the awesomeness of the Team Tusk uh, jerseys. Yeah, those are pretty badass. Those uh, are pretty good. But yeah, I should, I, should, I should see if I can hire Evan to do up a something then. Yeah, I, I mean, I I think uh, another listener to the cast. Does screen printing, so we could probably figure yeah. something out. Well, actually, uh, so one of my buddies too, he works at a screen press place, and he uh, he offered his services as well. So we'll have to we'll have to shop around, see see what's well, available. Fuck, Jerry, you well, got nothing to do, with... so why don't you get it together? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, I also don't have any income coming in to front the cost of these t-shirts. Right. Uh, well, <laughs> that's right. You got a closet full of cash. Yeah, a closet full of cardboard. <laughs> Turning just... underground seas into leaving a legacy t-shirts. There you go. <laughs> What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So what about some questions from Grapple Grapple? All right. So uh, here we have – all right. He's got a lot of questions. I'm going to grab one or two of these. Um, a card – straight down in order. All right. Well, <laughs> if, Jerry wants to, if Jerry wants to tell us his fucking F&M metagame every time he answers a question. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give the listeners the full experience. <laughs> yeah. That's, okay. So anyway, uh, a card each of you wish that was just a little bit better – um, so you'd be able to play it without the deep feeling of shame. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a good question. It, right? Yeah. Uh, what about you, what about you, Sean? Is there a card that you that's kind of a pet card for you, but you kind of feel afraid dusting it dusting it off? I'll get back to you. Okay. <laughs> as a as a miracles player, come, come back to me. How often how often do you get to see besiege you as a miracles player? Have you been seeing enough of that? It's just the land stacks, and I can't beat them anyway. I mean, not the lands, the uh, the twelve post decks. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I was using it in Sneak and Show, and I had uh, I watched. I had a Eureka player play it. Okay, but I played a Containment Priest, and he couldn't touch it. So, oh, all right. I get he wasn't very heavy on Planeswalkers. Mm-hmm. I played Karn at Miracles. That's fun. Nice Karn, <laughs> the Planeswalker. Yeah, <laughs> it's like round five. I'm five zero playing a mirror. I've got three fetch lands in play. Game two, opponent. Hard cast and treat for two. Look with top, shuffle. Look with top. He's like, if you have a seven, I will applaud you. <laughs> I hit it on the third one. I counterbalance his entreat. 
untap, cast car, and take the Jace out of his hand. Pass. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was brutal. Nice. All right. Um, All right what about so back, back to a card. Pat, you, yeah. you got one, Pat? Oh, man. Uh, pet cards? I don't really have a lot of pet cards. Um, Basically, yeah. anything Brandon Defoe tells me. <laughs> like, because of Brandon Defoe, I have, like... Or is it Brandon or Braden? I was mixed Braden. up. Braden. Yeah. Braden. So like my shirk alarmist and my need for speeds and yeah. all these cards in my binders that <laughs> Braden gives. Sud- me. Sudden shock. <laughs> yeah. Hey, sudden shock is actually good. Sudden shock is sure. good, but sure it is. There's sure it is. there's lots of cards like uh, shirk alarmist and you know all these other stuff that people I I keep wanting to put a deck together, but probably actually what comes to mind and I don't even think it should be better. But it's a pet card I keep wanting to play with is Unearth. Oh yeah, I play that okay. in, in uh, Popper. Yeah. Oh man, that it's card's great. so good, and it just does not see enough play. Yeah, it's it's great in Popper. I play it in my mono black control deck. Yeah, it's one black. Bring target creature with converted mana cost three or less from your graveyard to play, and then yep. it has cycling on top of yes. that. Pay two yeah, cycle. It was out of Urza's block where, like, every card had cycling for no reason. It was yeah. awesome. So I think that card's, like, so good, and it, people don't play with it. Like, that plus Snapcaster Mage, it's like, oh, yeah. Unearth Snapcaster. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. That's actually pretty sweet. Get something else. You could, like, could you, like, get Snapcaster? The Unearth. <laughs> well, you could, like, Unearth Snapcaster. And then Flashback like, the Unearth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And get something else. Get another <laughs> Snapcaster. Yeah, get another Snapcaster. <laughs> and to get, to get another like, Unearth. Then you can attack for four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Combo. Five turns away. <laughs> uh, what about you, Adrian? Is there any pet cards you have? Yeah, but I, I just find this question a little bit strange because it's, uh, I have pet cards that I don't have the deep feeling of shame in playing. Like, I, okay, so. <laughs> I really like Lantax. I really like Scroll Rack Lantax. Yeah. Um, I like Isochron Scepter and Orum's Chant, and I don't have a deep feeling of shame when I play them. I do wish that they were a little better. Um, but yeah, I'd say I'd say Lantax. Oh, you know what? I do have one. I was just thinking, what was that two and a blue for the draw seven and your turn card? Uh, what was that? Days Undoing? Days oh. Undoing. Yeah. You want Days, days undoing, undoing to be better? So you want it to be time <laughs> You want <laughs> You want it to be a power nine card. You want it to be a power nine card. That's what you want. want I want it to be a little bit better. I want it to be an instant. You want it banned in Legacy and restricted in Vintage. That's what you want. I mean, I mean, like, I never got to play with Treasure Crew, so how much are you going to hate me for? Oh, you know what? How's that one for you, though, Pat? Forked Bolt. I like Forked Bolt. I play that. I think Forked Bolt is perfectly fine. Unless it was like an actual Bolt. It's great against, like, it's great against Deathrite Shaman decks. It's great against, uh. Tinfins. Uh, I mean, I suppose. No. I guess you. I suppose. I suppose if you want to deal two damage for one mana, like to yeah. a player, that's hey, fine. Hey, sometimes I guess. you gotta go lightning bolt, lightning bolt, fork bolt, kill your grizzle brands. I've had to do that before. I've had to do like double lightning bolt and a chump block against a grizzle brand. It felt terrible. Isn't fork bolt sorcery? Uh, yeah, it is. That's why you do it main face. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. I really don't wish that was better. That's why you, you do it on someone's end step. I don't think. <laughs> You don't have the no, feeling I, I, of shame in playing Forked Bolt? I, fe- I have a deep feeling of shame because I know how to read fucking cards. <laughs> I don't think anyone would be ashamed of playing a Forked Bolt. There was a no, Forked no, Bolt no. in the winning deck of the SCG this week. No, but but he, I think he's making the joke about when I tried to play it like on your end step. 
Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because you're a savage cheater, Pat. Blame for no, it was. Tell you, it's because it was. You're not trying. Yeah, it was. It was chain lightning. He was trying to play a chain lightning on his end step. I'm pretty sure it was Italian too, so he thought he wouldn't notice. All right, um, Sean, did you come up with a, a little pet card you have? I've been trying to figure out how to make entomb or buried alive for Narcomibus good. Hmm. <laughs> kind of. Almost, I don't think it could possibly be good, but kind of playing off of uh, uh what's it called? What's the blue one um, that look for three cards, put one in your hands, put two intuition? in your yeah, intuition. Kind of using oh. buried alive as a as a graveyard based intuition. Well, no, into it. No, actually, I just I just want to make a one play. one for flash in when I don't need to. I mean, I, it's not good. I can't think of a good way to use it. But <laughs> want to play it? That's cute. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Nice. All right. Um, what about you, Jerry? Was there one you had? Well, no, you already went. I, I have like three. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to like like the cure. If I can pick a pet deck, the cure. What's the cure? Kavu Predator, False Cure. And oh, Red that deck. Sky Shroud Cutter. <laughs> That's old school. False Cure, Swords to Punch, your guy. Double Invigorate, kill you. Yeah, it's like <laughs> False Cure, if you would, if if a player would gain a life, they lose two life instead. Is that what it is? Or is it yeah, just... so they stack, because it's a trigger. Right. So, yeah, Invigorate is lose eight life, and your creature gets plus four, plus four. That's pretty nice. <laughs> um... How about favorite movie, all time? I'm, I'm yeah, I'm kind of torn. Like I like The Departed. I like the. Oh, that's a good movie. one. That's a good one. Yeah, and that's Boston based. That's that's classic Adrian. <laughs> I like it, Adrian. Well, the other one, the other ones. I mean, there's there's a bunch that I really fucking like though. Um, God, oh, Goodfellas. Oh yeah, that's great. That's great. What about you the go town? Home and get I your fucking like shine box. Yeah, we are <laughs> we are so Boston. Sean's sitting here like these. Friggin' New Englanders. <laughs> yeah, the town, the town was great. Fucking Affleck. I never saw like, the town. Batman better have a fucking Boston accent. That's all I can say. I'm sorry. I never saw the town, but it, it looked like terrible. I'm from Boston. I'm like, this is a piece of shit. No, dude, the town. The town was legit. It was. It was a good movie. Yeah. Okay. I re- I recommend it. It's very good for an Affleck flick. It it's good. What are we hunting? Is that the one where they went around wearing masks, Robin Banks or something? The town? Uh, they do. Yeah, they do rob. They do rob banks. It's actually based on uh, like Charlestown was like a hotbed for fucking bank robberies, right? Um, for a few years back, and that's kind of what it's based on. But yeah, that I, if you haven't seen the town, check it out. That, good. Then I decided to retire, so it kind of calmed down a bit. Then <laughs> <laughs> you went to be an investment banker, which is a different kind of bank robber. Exactly, different type of robbery. <laughs> I like also how Adrian also named Goodwill Hunting. So, any other Boston-based movies that you'd like to name, Adrian? <laughs> um. No, no. Gone, gone, really, gone, baby, gone. Really, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think what movie I've probably seen the most, and it's probably a toss-up. It's got to be Goodfellas. I can't think. That's of, a good flick. That's a good flick. Wait, what's that, baby? Yeah, it's a department. <laughs> uh, I hope the microphone picks that up when we play that back. The departed. We're not here to solve the case of the fucking missing scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, what, all right. So, what about you? What, what about you, Pat? Favorite movie? Oh, shit. Um, if I had to pick, it's going to have to be one of like the, uh, probably Empire, probably Empire or Return of the Jedi. I grew, I grew, those are movies I grew up on, so I'd have to pick one of those. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think we had that, like, Star Wars debate fucking a while ago. Yeah. 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 Sean, did you go? I know how much you love it. What about you, Jerry? Uh, so, I mean, if I just had to do based on movies I've seen the most, it's probably either Star Wars or Donnie Darko. 
one of those two. I wrote my senior thesis on Donnie Darko. Cause, you know, I was a, I was a teenager with angst. I had, I had angst, man. <laughs> Did you guys ever see Belly? No. Never seen Belly with like Nas and DMX and Method Man? No. <laughs> no, that's but that sounds amazing. <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's, it was produced by Hype Williams. Like, that's, that's a cool flick. You want to check that out. Belly and, I, God, at one point, Natural Born Killers. You ever watch that? Uh, uh, yes. It's, that's one of those Harrelson. movies. That's one of those movies that was on like USA in the after, USA, the, uh, the TV network, uh, like random times. What? Really? Oh, no. yeah. Pat, you ever see, uh, you ever see Natural Born Killers? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. Alright, what about, uh, Belly? Right. You ever see Belly? Nah. Oh, oh man. Alright, well, Belly's a good fucking flick. How about you, Sean? I've, I've heard good things. I've heard good things. I like, uh, Primer. Primer? Is that based in Boston? I don't know it. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that must be why I don't know it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not set in Boston, we don't watch it up here. <laughs> Fucking Boondock Saints? No? Oh, oh good, good movie. Boondock Saints is good, real, real good movie. Well, well, all right, so Primer. You, you, Wait, is that the movie? time travel movie? Yeah. Yeah, that movie is really good. Okay. Yeah, my roommate likes Donnie Darko, says it's similar. I haven't seen Donnie oh. Darko yet. Donnie Darko is good. That is a good flick. Um, movie Jerry, might be Army of Darkness. Oh, Evil Dead. oh yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, Bruce, anything with Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell's that was like, like my whole childhood. If this if if we could hang out with any celebrity, I would just hang out with Bruce Campbell because he just seems like a cool Jerry, guy. That's not a question, Joe. I'm so. I'm making it a question. I basically I'm just really hoping Bruce Campbell listens to this podcast so he hits me <laughs> up and it's like, yo, you want to grab some coffee sometime? I'm like, yeah, Bruce Campbell, I would love to go get some coffee with he's, you. He's on Twitter, man. Just 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 message him at Groovy Bruce. It's true. He's great. Uh, um, all right, listeners, everyone message Ackerby Bruce and tell him that I want to hang out with him. That way my su- people... Super fan, Jerry <laughs> Me. <laughs> um, did you already answer yours, Jerry, your favorite movie? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm the one who said Donnie Darko or Star Wars. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, good calls, good calls. Um, we could do, like, uh, drink of choice. I'm not really a big drinker. Um, I guess, like, if I had to pick one, like, I really like Long Island Iced Teas. I can only pick one. It'll be all of them in one. Yeah, no, I'm serious. I actually one of the one of the one of the best nights I ever had was like we went to uh went to Samba in Framingham, and uh we were only there for about 20 minutes, and I had four. It was a good night. Yeah. Oh my god, that's a fucking place. If 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 you guys like, I'll even I'll fucking drive you there the night. I don't give a shit. There's a place on uh, 140 in Boylston called the Dragon 88. The guy has something imported in for his mai tais. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's the last time I remember waking up on the bathroom floor. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was fucking crazy. I used to like. Um, you ever hear of a cement mixer? Yes. No. God, I wish I hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> You take it's it's it sounds fucked up, but I think that's why I used to like to do it was uh it's sambuca and Bailey's Irish cream. Yeah. Then you mix lime juice in it and it makes the cream curdle. Yeah. So that's why you got the that's, that's why you gotta drink it quick. You gotta drink it before it curdles. Oh God, that sounds terrible. Yeah. That's, let's. What about you, Jerry? What's your favorite? Because that sounds fucking gross. Yeah. So as well as Joshua put it, like uh, my favorite like liqueur, like my favorite bottle of something is uh is Bailey's or any Irish cream. First of all, it says liquor, not liqueur. I I put the emphasis on it, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I love I love Bailey's. So basically, any mixed drink with Bailey's in it, I'm down to try. But if nice. I my favorite my cement mixer, so I, I said try, not again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my my drink of choice is I love mint julep. So I'm sipping on a mint julep right now. 
Uh, Jeez. Yeah. Fancy I, bastard. Yeah, for for those the, those of you, well, it's not that fancy once you learn how to make it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I haven't been. I just think I think mint julep, but I think the Kentucky Derby. You well, know? well, yeah, I mean, I, I it's my drink of choice when I'm on my farms looking over my racehorses. It, it keeps you cool <laughs> in the hot summer. <laughs> what about you, um, Scott? Yeah. Uh, usually beer. Fair. Okay. Got you, you uh, like, any specific like 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 Sam Adams? IPAs, Imperial Stouts. Nice. I've been drinking scotch lately. Working through. There is actually things. there is actually a brewery up here, uh, the Treehouse Brewery, and they're like I don't know if you've ever heard of. It. If you're really into beer, they're like fucking super exclusive. Like. You can't buy their beer on tap in any bars. You can't buy them at any stores. You have to, like, go to the brewery on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, and they have, like, a limit as to how many, like, beer. You can buy, like, I think 14 beers per person. They break it down in, like, different, like, bottles. Like, the like you go there for, like, the growler on a fucking Thursday morning. It's, like, a two-hour-long wait. So if you're into beer, um, I will bring you some from that from that brewery um, when we come out to Columbus if you're going to be there. I just got to go to Boston. Oh, Columbus. Yeah, if yeah. you go, if you go to Columbus, I'll I'll bring you a couple. All right. Yo, how do I yeah. get on this? I want some treehouse oh, yeah, well, beer. I a couple too. Oh well, my my brother is like a big. I don't drink beer, but he's a big beer enthusiast. So like, him and I will take a trip up there, and like I'll just give him whatever I. I'll buy it. I don't. I'll pay for it myself. And I'll just give him what I buy because I don't care. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are into it, I'll bring I'll bring some. Hell yeah! I, I love beer too. I I brew my own beer. And, uh, okay. I love, All right, Gerald, get you some. Jesus, just give me some beer, man. <laughs> I need my fix. Um. <laughs> Any any cigar smokers besides Adrian? I, I know you. I, know well, no, like, I smoke cigarettes and I vape, but like, <laughs> I, I, I never really. You know what? I think when we went on a cruise, I think I tried a cigar out of the Dominican Republic. But all the like the only cigar smoking I ever really did was um, whenever I was re-rolling blunts, like. <laughs> Whether it was like fucking, like and there goes the PG rating. Swisher sweets, and there goes the PG rating. Yeah, there you go. Like, there you go. That was all. I, I never was like, yeah, I was never classy enough for that shit. Yeah. Well, you Jerry, I, I would assume like you sit at work on fat stacks of cash, your feet up. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. I quit, man. That lifestyle's over like, for me. I'm feeling the burn. I'm feeling the burn. <laughs> I don't. I don't do that. I don't. Not all about that lifestyle anymore. <laughs> Bullshit, Jerry. Um, I see your profile picture, Jerry. <laughs> I see it. Fucking scumbag. Oh man. <laughs> uh, I mean, never been a cigar smoker. I. I don't really like. I'm trying to say this in a way that isn't going to turn it into just a sexual joke, but I just don't like the idea that you know, <laughs> suck it on that phallus object. I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> No, I mean, I'm just, I'm not a big cigar smoker. Actually, my biggest weakness is hookah. I love me some hookah. That's that's pretty much the only way I ingest nicotine. Sure, sure. Yeah. What about you, Sean? What about you, Sean? Um, I'm at about a cigar a month with a buddy of mine. I'll let him pick it out because I have no idea what's happening. Good. But they're good. <laughs> it's always good to have a cigar buddy. <laughs> so you're actually yeah. looking classy. Like, you're smoking cigars once a month with scotch. Yeah. That's fucking high end. Well, yeah. I'm learning. All right. How old are you, Sean? How old do you think I am? 
Yeah, it's hard to tell from the voice, and I only really saw a little bit of you on SCG side. Right. 28. I'm going to guess, like, 12. I'm going to go 12. <laughs> 27. <laughs> no, eight. Hey, no, Price is Right rules. I win. I know. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. I went over. That's why I said, damn it. I was going to say one. <laughs> um, all right, so let's let's move on. Uh, Renee. Actually, uh, um, pack winner Renee. Uh, she, I, I keep hinting at her. Like, I've messaged her a couple times. Like, uh, I, did, I did message her. I, I, oh, you I finally her told her? You. Finally told yeah. her? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She said she's way behind in all our podcasts, so I, I, I told her. Yeah, she hasn't um, had internet for a she while. She did ask, um, uh, what do you guys think will, will we... Well, let's start this again. What do you guys think we will get in... From the vault lore. Yeah, that's and another big announcement because wizards so, can't yeah. cram enough product down our throats fast enough. What yeah, I mean, like whatever. It's like a, it's like in a dual deck. Like they're like, I, don't, I mean, I don't really care for the from the vaults. I don't like foils. From everything I understand, the foiling process sucks on them anyway. So um, I have well, no. Some of them come out really cool, and then some of them are god awful. It's really yeah, hit so or miss. like. The Jace yes. one does look pretty the, cool. From the Vault 20, yeah, the From the Vault 20 foiling was actually pretty nice. Like, I have the Dark Rituals from the Vault. And I the, wish I did. Yeah, the Hymn to Torak. Those are really nice. Sure. I don't like foils, so I have no interest <laughs> oh, in man. that. Oh, you should see my Tin Fins dick. My Tin Fins deck is 75% it, foil. <laughs> it definitely the first time sounded like my Tin Fins dick. So <laughs> I may have said work that. On the accent I'm, I'm on Min Julep number two, so <laughs> you not, never know. He's, he's not smoking cigars yet, so... <laughs> Um, I, I have no, I, yeah, like I said, I have no, uh, uh, opinion on this. Well, Jerry, I, I, you're, you're, I, shit. All right, I'm, so I'm, you do? I'm going deep on speculation here, but. Okay. So from the Vault 20, they did something cool where they chose a iconic card from a winning deck for each of the 20 years of magic. And I'm wondering if this from the Vault lore, is it lore in the terms of magic, uh, history, or is it like. These were significant cards in the history of magic. Like, yeah, I think it's like story Vorthos type of shit. Yeah, I think it's be Vorthos e- style. Either I think it's all like this. book related, like right. library playing, curse scrolls, scroll rack, Urza's, library Ur- again. Urza's glasses, maybe or something. Legacy weapon. Oh, you think it's gonna be like an actual like literal translation where it's just everything mentioning books? <laughs> in A couple it? of tombs, Sarpedian Empire's volume four. What the hell was when I yeah, what, looking at the, the other thing, Library of Lang? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, looking at the spoiled art for it, 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 I don't know if it actually is, but it instantly reminded me of uh, Mormir Vig. Um, that's what the like the the creature in the art looks like to me. Uh, so that card jumped to my mind. That a, oh, I thought that was a format. It is a format. It's a format based okay. around a card. Okay. So Mormir Vig was, I think it was Commander or something like that. Um, it's a Vanguard. Yeah, it's a Vanguard card. Oh, okay. Alright. So what the hell's the format that like the format's really do on, what's the only what's the format you can only do online? You, you yeah, pay that's, five to cast something but you don't know what it is until it's fucking That's more mere vague, yeah. That's so okay. that's a really fun format, but it's really only doable on Magic Online where your entire deck is basic lands. Random. It's no, yeah. it's just it's ba- your entire deck is basic lands. Yep. You mm-hmm. can play a land each turn. And then using your mana in play, you can take a land in your a land in your hand and cast it for however much mana you cast it for. You get a creature that's completely random that costs the same converted mana cost as the five lands that you or the the number of lands that you tap. Right. Uh, and everything's a token, so bounce effects are really powerful um, because bounce effects are basically removal. Uh, but you basically just get a random creature, and it's it's a really fun way to just kind of bash heads against each other. But I think this guy might be a merfolk looter. Yeah, merfolk looter. He looks like he's underwater. 
Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, so right. I, I, it depends on how they're going to go with it. You know, they yeah. might just go something story-wise and we get a whole bunch of other legends, or it could just be like, these are cards. I was thinking of it as, these are cards from Magic History that have... Um, you know, a na- a story behind them, like like Lightning Helix. Li- yeah, like Lightning Helix or Necropotence. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I think I think it would be more of a more compelling if it was actual like Vorthos style shit. But who knows? Right. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's move on. Uh, yeah, actually, Chaos Joseph Orb. Gardner. <laughs> What's that? Chaos Orb. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, Joe Gardner. Oh. He was actually. Oh, oh. What's that? There was one I thought I wanted to call on. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, go ahead. I just didn't want Jerry to they, they carry were, on. Screw you, Pat. Screw you, Pat. Well, no, they were talking about a token, right? They were, I, I, I thought I heard mention that there was going to be a token included with the From the Vault lore, so I was actually... Oh, yeah. I was just curious to see if it they would... Like, not that it's a fucking chase card, but Breeding Pit. Evan brought me back to Breeding Pit last week. And then I was looking at I'm like, oh, a token. That'd be kind of cute if it was a zero, you know, little fucking thrall. I've heard some people speculate maybe Merit Lage, <coughs> Merit Lage token. Of course, yeah, I've heard that. You know, yeah. but I like Breeding Pit, so. I know you do. <laughs> I was just saying. Just trying all to handle. Um, alright, so moving on, uh, Joe Gardner, uh, he was former host on, uh, the Extra Turns podcast. And, uh, the prices, right? Um, anyway, he, he took uh, over thoughts on restricted cards and legacy? Should there be, if there, were uh, what would you suggest? How would it, how should it change the format? Could you or would you restrict a card to one, two, or three copies? If you unbanned a card and restricted it to say one, would you need to restrict anything else? So this, this is, is a, kind this of is like a deep question. <laughs> it is very deep. Yeah, yeah like seventeen um, cards. Holy shit. Yeah. So I I I don't know enough about legacy to say that there should be should or shouldn't be restricted cards. So I'm gonna I'll pass on it. I think it's probably something to talk about, but not for someone like me. <laughs> Pat, Pat recuses himself from the conversation. Yeah, like... Uh, Your Honor, may the record show that Patrick Ujo is recusing himself from the conversation. I I just don't want to talk about something I I have... Like, I I would be weighing over my head on this, so... You guys are much more knowledgeable of this stuff. I mean, I've I've thought about it. I I like the idea. I wouldn't want it as... I would almost want it kind of like a side event of Legacy, where you know how people do no-ban list modern? I would be interested to see a restricted... Uh, list legacy where everything that's on the ban list is restricted um, because it, it there are some cool cards that you know you kind of miss miss out playing that'd be nice to try out what about you guys what about yeah I'm curious what about you Sean you got a lot of vintage experience there I think we should keep the restrictions to vintage yeah yeah just if you don't like it in legacy just ban it okay you don't you don't think it would um I mean, it would obviously change the play style, but you don't you don't like that aspect of the vintage meta. Uh, you you wouldn't like seeing it in Legacy. I don't know. I think it's. I don't know what I would want to restrict in Legacy. Yeah, well, I think that's more the thing is any anything that is restrictable in Legacy has already been banned, so it's like, more. Yeah, like, we don't have Black Lotus or anything of that power level. Like the most played card is what Brainstorm. Mm-hmm. Do you want to restrict Brainstorm? It's like no, that's what I came here to play. No, well, yeah. what I was thinking of instead of restricting anything out of the format because I don't think anything needs to be restricted out of Legacy is more taking some cards off the ban list under a restricted setting. Um, you know, having one copy like Earthcraft. Yeah, I mean, well, I think Earthcraft should just be... I actually picked up uh, a playset of Earthcraft this weekend because I just figure it's any day until they unban that card. 
Um, but yeah, so like cards like Earthcraft could definitely do it, but also just like even getting a little spicier, like having a one of Yogmoth's Bargain. See how that works out. Nope. <laughs> no? <laughs> oh, I thought you said Will. Oh, yeah, I mean, Will, Will, no. no but... bar- we can't have Bargain either. No. Oh, come on. It's six mana enchantment. <laughs> you can get Grizzlebrand. You can get Grizzlebrand for one mana more, and it can be reanimated. You don't even get the draw. You don't even get the draw for a turn. It'll be fine. <laughs> get, come on, let me just get some bargain. Let's, let's bargain about the bargain. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, do you want to move to the next next question, or does anyone else have anything to say about that one? Yeah, I feel that's like a much deeper topic that we could definitely come to another day because I feel that could definitely spawn its entire like own debate. Yeah, my, yeah. My only thought would be like sick. Uh, be curious to see what would happen. Like storm decks would crumble if they could only play one dark ritual. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, what you know? What if it was sixty card singleton legacy, no commander, just <laughs> isn't that tiny leaders? <laughs> yeah, well, tiny leaders. Uh, yeah, kind of is tiny leaders. Except tiny leaders didn't it have like you? Could, there were there were things you can't do in tiny leaders. Like you couldn't play Grizzlebrand. Well, yeah, because well, yeah, because it had to be three CMC or lower. Yeah. So, like, if you can facilitate it through a series of other cards, eh, why the hell not? But I don't know. I'd just be curious to see it. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't know if I'd want to play it more than once. But yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, like, I. I think it would be a cool format to do like a one of event, kind of like how people do no no ban list modern tournaments. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Joe Blackman. Uh, this is a question just for Jerry. Yeah, screw you uh, guys. Yeah, yeah why so do you ahead. why do you lose so often to Patrick? <laughs> uh, really, I'm, please, uh, please tell us about how because I'm uh, <laughs> I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the question, and I I don't think it says that, Pat. <laughs> uh, you must you just be, you might be going crazy because you quit your job. Uh, yeah, I, oh, I probably need to refresh the page. You probably changed it since I pulled it up. That's no, funny. it does it does ask um, <laughs> what changes would you make to uh, Agrolome now that Eldrazi is in the meta. Uh, yeah, tough question. I think Agrolome kind of gets hurt a bit uh, by the Eldrazi Menace, because Agrolome is the type of deck that Eldrazi wants to be playing against. Um, your sure their Chalice of the Voids don't really affect you the same way it does, like, Delver decks or Combo decks, but you're also running Chalice, so your Chalices are just as dead as they are. So you guys both basically go down to a fixed 56-card deck where you each have the chance to draw a dead card, and they're just a lot more aggressive than you. Um, they can throw the threats down, and as seeing as how Punishing Fire and Abrupt Decay are your removal cards, um, it is really hard to deal with their threats. Um, I have not played Agrolome in this meta, but I would definitely need to put more thought into that, because I honestly don't know how Agrolome beats uh, Eldrazi. Uh, maybe just going bigger on the Merit Lodge plan. Um, but at that point, it's like, why don't you just play lands instead? Yeah. Um, yeah, not too good for Agro alone with Eldrazi, but I guess, you know, there's, there's give and take when, uh, the format shifts a bit. Okay. Um, all right, uh, let's move on. Sean Calvo. Uh, this is actually an interesting question. Um, uh, if you had to brew with a reserve list car that isn't currently considered a legacy staple, which, what car would you pick and why? Hmm, that's... In- that's a tough one. That's intriguing. Well, let's pull up the reserve list to uh, have it in front of us here. I see one right off the bat, uh, Palancron. Uh, pa- oh, yeah, you think so? I, I, yeah. I've, that. I've used that in High Tide, yeah. Okay, use it in High Tide does not mean it is a legacy staple by any means. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, Palancron's like a uh, EDH and Cube favorite. It's uh, one of the examples of the broken free spells from uh, Urza's block. 
where it is five blue blue for a four five flying. When it enters the battlefields, untap up to seven lands, and then it's two colorless blue blue return palancron to its owner's hand. Um, so very expensive spell, but if you can play it, you can abuse it. Um, so you basically use it with d- cards like, uh, I think the reason why it's not as good in Legacy is it doesn't have a lot of the ramp spells it needs like it does in Cuban EDH. Like, Tolarian Academy with Palancron is awesome. Um, alright, I, I like Recurring one. Nightmare. Ooh, oh, yeah. I, I, I love Recurring Nightmare, especially in, uh... uh works with Palancron. Yeah, Works with Palancron. Also, Nick Fit decks. It's awesome. I like Didgeridoo, because I want to build a Minotaur. <laughs> I remember when Theros dropped, uh, Didgeridoo Spite. There was a... I actually had a sick, I had a sick Minotaur deck when Theros came out. Yeah, there was a, there was a spike. Someone bought out the internet of Didgeridoos, and, yeah. uh, yeah, there was a buyout on it, it caused the, the price to go up. Yeah. It's now a whopping $2 mid, so. Good. <laughs> good, good job, bro, whoever fucking spiked that card. Yeah. What about you, Adrian? You're really fucking weird seeing some of the cards on this thing. Yeah. What the hell would I just say, Suchi? Yep. Uh, which would now add waste mana. Oh, got better. <laughs> but this, uh, no, I was, I think, what the hell was I thinking of? I don't know, I'm trying to look up the wording anyway on contract from below. Is it's it? like take one of the, I'd fucking just take one of the anti-cards. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't can't con- contract from below <laughs> banned anyways? <laughs> Um, oh, oh, okay, uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. So now I gotta cross reference the reserve list with the band list. If I could think about that for a minute. There you go. So a reserve list card that's not currently considered legacy playable. Is that it? A legacy staple? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think there's just a lot of legends. Uh, is that, is, well, let me think. Is land tax on the reserve list? Because yeah, I'll go back to land tax. I think land tax. It's in fourth edition, it was reprinted. It is not. It is, it is not, not on the reserve list. Oh, we'd make land tax. Well, then I guess that doesn't really count. But what about scroll rack? Is that fucking land tax? I mean, uh, is it? I think that is. No, it's not scroll rack, but curse scroll is on there. Oh, that's right. Curse scroll. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, because they scroll rack. There's other cards that are like fringe playable, but it, that's also because of the fact that they're so expensive. Like, I would love for cards like. Uh, oh, I guess Mark's Diamond. I mean, I would consider that a staple already, though. Well, it's a staple in what lands, right? And, so, and aggro loam, and it's in the Eldrazi deck. So we'll call it a staple? I, I okay. definitely would say it's a staple. Um, but I was going to say, like, there are cards that are really good that probably would see more play if they were more available. Like the Abyss, uh, Chains of Mephistophicles, uh, Nether Void, yeah, uh, Moat. So you're not considering that a staple, though? Uh, just because of the sh- sheer fact that they're so hard to come by. I think they would be staples okay. if, well, if they were by, more Well, then by that available. nature, I can't really brew with it, right? Right, that's what, I'm, that's, what, that's what I'm saying, is if these cards were more available, I think they would fit the bill. It's just they're already hard enough to come by as is. Oh, no, I'm, well, I'm just thinking about you know what I was doing with that land tax deck. Was there anything in there that was reserve list? And the only thing I could think of was the Mox Diamond then. Like, because if I could do Scroll Rack, land tax, and fucking mm-hmm. the rest of the shit that I was doing. Um, wait, is no, Pain of Servants not restored? Reserved? No, that's way too new. Uh, grindstone? Is that? Uh, grindstone might. Uh, ooh, no, it's another good one. Drop of honey. Uh, grindstone is not reserved. Oh, abeyance. There we go. Uh, abeyance? What? Yep. What is that? 
some card that I played in my land tax deck. What 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 does it do though? It's basically silence draw a card. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> some more silence. Uh, until end of turn, target player cannot play instance, interrupt sorceries or abilities requiring an activation cost, so they can't like even snap a Tomat's Crypt. But the downside is that abeyance can actually be misdirected. Gotcha. Whereas uh, silence is just your opponent, so it's pretty specific. Yeah. Oh yeah, mold demon. Good old mold demon. <laughs> M O L D demon. Oh no, tithe. There we go. Oh yeah. Tithe is another one that I was playing in Lantex. Tithe is a good card. All right. Uh, so. All right. Um, all right. This is this actually this, the next one's pretty good. And since it's uh, Super Tuesday, it'll be a good question. It's very topical. If you had to pick a legacy deck for each of the current presidential candidates, <laughs> which deck would you feel that would best fit each person's personality? So, so how many of us are going to say death and taxes for somebody? <laughs> we we actually had this debate at at like the F and M a couple weeks ago, so I, I, I'm prepared for this. <laughs> okay, Jerry, I want to I want to hear what you have to say, my friend. Um, so what what is it that we agreed on? Uh, Donald Trump would play just the cheesiest of cheesy decks, like. Uh, like cheesier than stasis, uh, just locking you down, and then just scooping up his cards, saying "fuck you" to everyone and going home anyways. <laughs> like no win, <laughs> with no, no win, win like no win condition. Just like just drawing it all out. Uh, he, he's he's gonna be the salty player who just insults everyone during the tournament. Gonna call like critique everyone's plays. He's gonna be like. Talking, yeah, talking so about judge. the game. Does talking, he play high tide. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think he plays to high tide. I think he plays high tide, <laughs> and then he's critiquing uh, the game that's taking place three three tables over. <laughs> and then that sounds right. And then he he refuses to scoop to his opponent to let them get into top eight. And then after pairings are posted, drops the next round. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what uh, what about Hillary? Who is she playing? Uh, she feels like folk. Yeah, she's playing Team or Delver. <laughs> just just hyper aggression. <laughs> the most ins- in, like the insider deck. Yeah, the the ins like the Pro Tour grinder. Like I've been groomed to win this uh, deck. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, this is good. Um, what about? Uh, what I was gonna say. What about what about Bernie? Bernie, that's tough. I feel he plays like. The underdog deck that's like a homebrew, and like burn? no, but better than burn. Ah, Bet- I know the, I like <laughs> that's a pretty good. Cool. Just because like of his name, though, personality-wise, I, I don't see him as a burn player. He's got to play like the fair, like the most fair deck. Yeah, right? like the the most like, fair deck. Like yeah, the most fair deck. He's like ba- yeah. he's playing like Bant Stoneblade, <laughs> but he has <laughs> like Nick Fit. Give everybody lands. Oh yeah, Nick Fit. He's gonna do Nick Fit. <laughs> he could be a miracles. <laughs> he could be a miracle player. There we go. Uh, Bernie dropping miracles. No, I would. No, no, I would say um, miracles is gonna be uh, gonna be Ted Cruz because fucking nobody likes that. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Sean. No offense. <laughs> Have a miracles player on the cast today, Pat. Don't know if you knew that. I know it was that was part of the joke. There. <laughs> you guys Jesus noticed. Uh, you guys noticed that Trump bought Bush's web domain, right? I saw that. Did he? 
Oh my you god. You didn't notice that? Like poor, poor Jeb. I feel so <laughs> if you go to if you go to <laughs> Jebbush if you go to Jebbush.com it brings you to DonaldJTrump.com. Oh yep. my god. That guy's savage. He, he dropped <laughs> he dropped two days later. Yeah. He's so fucking savage. Oh my god. Oh my well, that, god. That's, that's, please clap. Yeah, please the clap. please clap. That like that did it in for him. Oh yeah, no, Jeb god. Bush I, Jeb I feel bad for him. I feel like he'd be a great guy to like like he he's like W. Like I would love to go out fucking have a beer with those guys because I bet they're a blast. Like I don't want them. I don't think I'd want them as a president, but <laughs> they seem like fine people. You know, just like Jesus Christ. Oh man, you just got oh. All right. So what what, 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 is, what does Sean political. think? Sean, you got any input in this? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Good story. Smart bro. man. Smart man. Oh man. Um. <laughs> Would you ignore questions um, too if I told you I've been drinking a lot of margaritas all night? <laughs> Thanks. I guess apparently uh, well, we would not ignore that question. <laughs> no, no. Nope, I was going to pass right over that one. Um, Joel asks, uh, why did you have Evan Nyquist on and only talk about 12 posts for five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> does Evan play a lot of 12 posts? I didn't know that. Yeah, he does. Yeah. We'll have to have him on again because I, I need to know more about that deck. So <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have him on again, Joel, I promise. I promise. <laughs> Um, all right, last last one, last one, because we're going we're going long here. Um, what's your proudest magic moment? And uh, let's start with that. Your proudest magic moment. First SCG I went to, I actually cashed out playing uh, Burning Wish Omni Show. That's sick. That was pretty fucking cool. That's pretty sick. Uh, what about you, Jerry? Oh, that's that's tough. Probably, I mean, biggest. I I'd want to say like SCG top eight, but I'm also like not the most proud of that. I want to be deeper than that, guys. <laughs> um, you want a minute? You want? A yeah, minute? I want a minute. All right. What about you, Sean? Do you have anything that comes off the top of your head? Yeah, I got thirteenth at a GP playing Maverick. Before that was, or no, that was deck. Yeah, played Maverick, mm-hmm. beat LSV in the last round, got thirteenth place. Wow! In the six-month window when that did not earn you a pro tour invite. Oh, oh God! Okay, uh, for mine, I'd say it's probably a, a tie. Um, uh, my when I first came back to the game, I started drafting uh, at my local store, and I think my third draft ever, um, I went and, and and won the pod. And I was pretty proud of that. That was kind of like a good like a good uh, foray like it back into the into the game, which was pretty great. And then um, the second one. Would probably be I top aided an SCG IQ with a red white brew that I had. This was when like Abzan had just become a deck from Cons, um, and I was running like a little red white aggro brew and, and came in top eight in an IQ against a pretty good competition. So that was pretty great. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Jerry? Come on. I thought I thought about it. Uh, I had just started playing Legacy. I was playing Reanimator. And, like, this was when I was playing Reanimator with one Buried Alive, because I only owned three in Tombs. Um, so, I was playing an eight-man, and, uh, like, little old min- innocent me playing in the finals of an eight-man, my opponent tries to rules lawyer me super hard. Uh, like, he just wants this box so damn bad that he's just trying to rules lawyer this newbie out of the game, and I'm just like... I don't, I don't really think that's the way it works, but, uh, let's, let's, let's talk to a judge about this. And the judge comes over and just goes, no, you, you stop wasting my time. Just sit down, play your game. Um, and then I ended up winning that eight man and, uh, winning the box. So yeah, that was mine. Last question of the night that we'll, uh, we'll close it out here, I think, cause I'm ready for bed. Um, <laughs> biggest, biggest mistake players make. And I, let's, can we, um, let's put this in the, like the legacy format. 
I think that'll that'll be topical. Yeah. What's um, the biggest biggest mistake that people make? Gameplay wise or or, or or other, however you guys want to answer it. To play an interactive social game with somebody and to not acknowledge that there is a person. <laughs> yeah. So a social faux pas. Uh well, yeah. I mean it this is a multiplayer game, right? So like should be. If if it's uh Unless you're on tin pins. Yeah. <laughs> Even then, you can at least interact with the person. No, I'm, I know. You know there's, 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 uh, I'd say that's probably the biggest mistake that people would make. I mean, that's my, that's my take on it, because yeah. you never know who you're not even allowing yourself to get to know. You know? But right. everybody gets to shut themselves off from that, from that connection. So, that's, that's of course their choice. Um, it's just not a mistake that I'd like to make. Okay. I'm going deep there. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, Those little night bus. Those little night buses we like to call. <laughs> Those little night bus. bus. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Jump the shark. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I would say strategy-wise, the biggest mistake I see players make is just not put themselves in their opponent's shoes. Um. You know, so people will be playing a game and the blinders go on. And you can just tell when a player has blinders on. They're so set on a specific line of play that they don't see any other uh, ways to navigate the situation. And I'll notice it most when I'm spectating other players' games, where even if I don't know their opponent's hand, I'm just looking on one side of the table, just looking at their hand, and just like clearly seeing uh, the trick, or clearly, clearly see them like hold up mana for a spell and just... You know, the player just doesn't realize um, what their opponent could be doing. They just are prepared for their mode, and they're going to react to whatever their opponent does. So just not being proactive at all, and just kind of trying to predict your opponent rather than wait and see. What's your take, Sean? Uh, might be uh, playing Merfolk. <laughs> just, just play. Good. I like that. <laughs> just get a smirk out of Adrian. Just the littlest of smirks. <laughs> Adrian, the, the radio can't hear you smile. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that because uh, you've been beaten playing Miracles by Merfolk? No, I usually just beat it. Oh, okay. With whatever I'm playing, I don't know. No, I'm just, I'm just wondering. These guys are chuckling because I, I have Merfolk together. And, and okay. I'm, I'm just wondering because I've beaten Miracles. I'm just curious what that was. Like, wh- wh- why is that the biggest mistake players would make is playing Merfolk? I don't know. I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I think you could just insert X, X random de- deck there, and the, the joke is the same. <laughs> okay. Right, it just oh. happened. No, I don't know if there was like... I don't know if it's that uh, the biggest mistake people make, but something that just kind of I notice the most during matches that kind of gets to me. Although it's not necessarily a mistake, it's just not um, not shortcutting. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like with all the fetching that goes on, um, or people who announce every single trigger. Like, and I don't mean just like pointing at it. I mean like people like I tap my lion's eye diamond to sacrifice my lion's eye diamond. To hold priority to cast uh, Infernal Tutor, I will now discard my hand. <laughs> like those are the type of people that get me real good. Yeah, have you, have, a have lot you of been... it can be implied, and once you learn what you're doing, you can take a lot of game actions at once and still give your opponent 
the ability to stop you at any point mm-hmm. when they need to to interact. But have you have you done this at all, Sean? Playing playing ten fence. Uh, have you kind of led your opponent through a game by deciding whether or not you were going to count Storm out loud? <laughs> like, have you ever just like mind fucked him with that? Like, I'm going to start counting Storm. Oh, it's just Grizzlebrand Emmerich will kill you. Oh, like, <laughs> no, no. I do that. I do that by mistake sometimes, and then I'll do that in non-Storm decks. Like, I was playing. <laughs> I was playing Charlotte's Bug. I was playing Charlotte's Bug, and I just go uh, land. <laughs> yeah, I just go. I just go land. Brainstorm, land, ponder, uh, storm count two. <laughs> and my opponent's like, excuse me? <laughs> but you could do it in vintage to kind of throw them off, because you could yeah. stick tendrils in a couple Hercules recalls in just about any deck and make it storm, so, oh, maybe he's got it, I don't know. Yeah. Like, board in my storm cards. Or you could maybe make your opponent think you have a fluster storm. Yeah, that too. Oh, yeah. By asking them for the count, like, maybe it's exactly how much they have, it's like, oh, never mind, just nothing. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. So those are nice. Uh, oh, also one mistake I would say people do, and this is just a gameplay, is uh, not sticking to decks. Uh, I'm, I'm a victim, uh, or not a victim. <laughs> wow. I'm uh, guilty of this myself, uh, that, you know... I'm a victim of my own crime. <laughs> I'm a victim of my own crime. <laughs> Save me from myself. <laughs> is uh, just, yeah, just, you know, pick a deck and get good with it. That's how you win tournaments. Just be the best player of that deck that you know. Yep, I definitely do that too. That's why I have like four or five legacy decks made. I've been playing for less than a year. Mm-hmm. I, nah. I mean, I, I sleep up a different deck like almost every week because I, yeah. I just got the I got the legacy ADHD. Yeah, and there's something to be said too for I mean, if that's the way you enjoy the format, that's the way you enjoy it. You know, right? Some people just don't mind losing. <laughs> yeah, the scrubs who just started playing. <laughs> never, um, never show up to another yeah. event ever again. <laughs> um, I think the biggest mistake people make um, is not paying more attention to their sideboard and understanding what their sideboard's for. And this probably isn't as big in Legacy because I think I do feel like the um, baseline for skill in Legacy is much higher than other formats. But I can't tell you how many times I've played um, games of standard in tournaments where people just had no idea what their sideboards were for. They just, like, would copy a deck, uh, you know, off of uh, MPG Top 8 and play the deck and just have no, like, no clue, like, what the cards are for, you know, what cards are good and what matchup um, and things like that. Um, so I think knowing your sideboard, what it's for, being able to tune your sideboard and knowing that, you know, a sideboard from... Um, a 40-person FNM is going to be different than a sideboard for uh, an 800-person SCG Open um, is important. I spend a lot of time trying to figure out what my sideboard should be. I think every time I get go to a tournament, I'm texting Jerry the night before about my sideboard. So And I'm telling him it's garbage and he should be ashamed of himself. <laughs> yeah, and then I go and still beat Jerry. So you know, <laughs> oh um, those, those questions were from, from Shane Askin. So Shane asking questions. Thanks Shane, buddy. thanks for asking. <laughs> thanks for asking. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so uh, do you guys want to get in some scoops? It's getting kind of late over there. Scoops. Yeah, there you go. Sure, Jerry. That's a nice little sound bite we'll, we'll use from now on. <laughs> Instead of like asking people to, it's just going to say that, and uh, it'll be, well, we'll go right into. No, it. that's one of my one of my buddies from the the Legacy uh, community up here, Nick. 
he'll do that. <laughs> he'll be playing a game, and he's just like, hmm, hmm, shuffling up his hands, hmm, like he's dead on board, hmm, let's see, I'm going to go into scoop, and just grabs <laughs> all his cards up. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. So, yeah, um, uh, so, uh, Sean, we don't, we don't, we don't do shout-outs, we do scoops in the top eight, because we're hipster, hipster broadcasters here. Oh, am I? Is this where I'm shouting out? If, if you'd like, no pressure. Yeah, you just told in. me we don't shout out. We don't shout out, but we do shout out. <laughs> oh, um, there is no. Yeah, we don't. We don't call them shout outs. We call them scoops in the top eight. Because we're because okay. we're unique. Same oh. function. Same function, different form. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do some. It's, it, no, it's all right. It's hard to listen to Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll go with uh, Greg Mitchell, my Tin Fins advisor. Nice, beautiful. Excellent. He's in ten fins in top eight. I like it. <laughs> uh, what about you, Pat? Um, I'm gonna scoop in uh, Johan Riedel uh, on the Facebook group. Shared you a stole uh, mine. <laughs> <laughs> shared an event from Sweden. Yes, uh, Adrian. We're gonna plug it. Um, like we said last last episode, if there was anyone in Sweden who wanted us to plug some events, send it our way, and we got it. We each, yep. So, it's uh, so if you're in Sweden. Uh, <laughs> Yep, it's got a no no ban list. It looks like it's like an actual con. No ban list modern, several, several legacy and vintage tourneys, as well as Highlander Gold World Championships, which I have no idea what that is. Hosted by uh, an awesome LGS over Easter weekend at Sweden's oldest con. Looks like goth con. Yeah, I was uh, like, I thought, is that a Swedish word or is it actually like goth as in goth kids? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever works for them. Magic Pa Goth Con, March twenty fourth to the twenty seventh. Uh, in, in, if, in, if you're in Studenhaus, Studenhaus yeah. Gothenburg. Oh, <laughs> yeah, God, sure. <laughs> so, so if you're uh, in the area, <laughs> please, please check it out. Um, <laughs> but and uh, and I think I think that's all I got this week. Actually, you know, what? I'm gonna scoop in Renee too. Um, she actually looked over my article for me and gave me some good feedback. So. I'm oh, gonna yeah. be hopefully posting that up this week I, sometime. Yeah, I, I, I'm about to read that. About to read. Sure that. you are, Jerry. <laughs> sure you are. <laughs> well, now that I'm unemployed, I have all this free time. <laughs> uh, what about you, Jerry? Who are you scooping um, in this week? Well, definitely want to scoop in Sean for coming on the cast. It was great having you. Nice. Yeah, definitely. Um, also want to scoop in Josh Sissio and Brent. Gilmore and uh, Caleb for uh, just making my weekend enjoyable and shitting on me playing Tin Fins. <laughs> Always fun with those guys. Uh, and yeah, that's 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 and Gothcon. Yeah, thank you, Johan Riedel. Even though Pat stole it, dirty, ah, dirty, dirty thief. <laughs> uh, what about Adrian? What's up, um, man? I'll start with uh, scooping in Sean. Just for getting a deck tech on tin fins at an SCG, that was kind of cool. Um, then I'm just going to run down the list of what you guys all missed anyway. So, Matt Tiffany, Josh Millard, Renee Hupp, uh, Joseph Gardner, Joseph Blackman, Sean Calvo, Joel Mitchell, and Shane Askin for asking questions. Yeah. <laughs> so I scoop all them guys in the top eight. Oh, and also Jim Nodredge, uh Evan Nyquist, and Chris Cheehy. And skip. Or flip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, flip. No, I, I, I did. I picked up. I got. I got a few things. I got a few. I don't even fucking remember what I ended up picking up. A burning wish, a set of entombs, a Corio's vengeance. Um. I oh got. I don't even remember what else. Oh yeah, a couple of reanimates. Just some 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 more ten fence pieces. There's still oh polluted delta too. I'm just trying to make sure I get a. Uh, 
I want to get everything together to put that deck back together. Because that deck, like like Sean knows, that deck is just... It's a lot of fun. Mm. It's, it's, I have uh, it together. I haven't gotten to play it yet. Oh, man. Uh, it's, just, it's hard to put it down. It, it, yeah. would, you, would you, Sean, out of curiosity, would you say Tin Fins is like crack? Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, well, I don't know what cracks like. <laughs> <laughs> Not comparing it to anything. Uh, you, you uh, graves now; they're restricted. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Pat, you should run tin fins on Sunday. Then both me and you can play tin fins in a in a like a fifteen person event. Oh my god! Make everyone miserable. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's so tempting. That's so tempting. Wait, 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 what? Down a T? Yeah, T yeah. on Sunday. I was gonna go fucking Sunday too, and like I, I'm like, okay, so let me see. I gotta be out of the house, and I'll get down there, so I'll just bring this deck, and it's the last Sunday of the month. Yep, Fuck, it's modern. Yeah, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> um, I'm gonna try to get to TE this weekend, and I'm also gonna try to get to the uh, FNM on Friday at uh, Gaming Center. Yeah, so. I'm gonna go to that too. I'm probably gonna run Tim Fins there to, too. Yeah, I'm not sure about heading up to Acton. I'm debating if I want to head down to Ice Imports, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> Nice. So many choices. Yep. That's the nice thing about living in New England, boys. <laughs> you guys are just trying to rub it into Sean. It's like, Sean, that no, has a good... That's a good no, 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 well, no, I, I, I should say, yeah, like, I, I don't speak for Sean, obviously, but my understanding is that uh, Evan had said that their their legacy scene on there is fucking awesome, too, so... Yes, can you... Yeah, you get, like, four a week anyway, right? Four or five. Yeah. How many times a week you get to play, Sean? I don't live in Atlanta anymore. I don't know. Uh, I get to play once oh. a week. Where well, you, fuck me then. <laughs> where are you now then? Roanoke, Virginia. Oh, you're in Star City Games' backyard. Yes, yeah. that's where I play. I mean, that has a has a pretty decent legacy, uh, you know, scene as well, doesn't it? Yeah, in town, we got a weekly event. We get about twenty people who rotate. We get like twelve a week. Okay. And then nice. if we have an IQ, we'll get twenty, thirty. Nice. nice. Not a lot, but good competition. So I'm not. Rusty when I go to an, an open or something. Yeah, that's the other thing is like Roanoke's pretty well known for for pumping out a few really good players, so plenty of pe- people to play against. Okay. Yeah, you, know, you you could have like 500 people in your community, but if they're all you know new to the format, they're all like me. Then if they're all basically, if you have 500, good fucking luck spiking a, spiking an open if they're all like me. Yeah, if you have 500 paths, you know that's not really going to do much for you. You might actually get worse. You're you're probably going to get worse. <laughs> you may even want police presence, especially if there's a gymnastics meet next door. Oh yeah, we never even talked about that. The the riot sh- uh, yeah, police shutdown. No. I don't know. Yeah, how much of it is? I don't know how much. Yeah, I don't know how much. I've heard conflicting things, but. I don't know how much of a story there is there, but it seems to have blown over, so. We're relegating that to page uh, H8 in the newspaper. <laughs> that got, yeah, that got exactly. bumped off the front page. <laughs> yeah, behind the comics. I mean, the comics go before a lot of things. They're, oh, whatever. I don't want to do the fucking paper, Jerry. I'm fucking... <laughs> I'm Yo. I haven't seen a fucking newspaper like in, like, years. Uh, so, Sean, on, on another question, do you have a... I know you do. All right, so you do vintage legacy. Do you play? You pay any attention to standard or pro tour or any of that stuff? I try not to. Good. Okay. That's all right. Then the rest you. of this is actually fairly useless. I just, I just was noticing something about that changing the way pro tour. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Side, oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't even bother reading that. Games. Yeah, it's fine. Keep the ratio a bit yeah, closer I mean, to. That's fine. All right, Pat. You know the drill. Play us out with something sweet. You can email us at leavinglegacymtg at gmail dot com. Or find us on Twitter at Mathematrixter, at JMEE3RD, or at Pat Uglo. Thanks for listening. Remember, play fast, not loose.